Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me today are Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Bonjour, mes amis. Um, I just just want to say, uh, I'm happy to see you guys in person. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so, I was so, that was so sweet. I was, I was waiting for you to drop something like, I'm going to slit your throats or something like that. Oh, no. Like, no, this day has gotten worse and worse every minute. Something like that, you know? <laughs> something more on brand. No, I'm, I'm happy to see you guys. No, it's, it's great. It's been a while. It, it has been a while. Been a while. So, so I feel like since uh, that event that we decided we'll no longer mention on the show, even though we have the Oscars, you know, we haven't done an in-person episode uh, even, uh, even the week before that, right? Yeah. That's when we did our Oscars prediction episode, which was, uh, which feels like 30 months ago at this point. It does. Yeah. Time has, time has been very strange. April has been a very strange month. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, it's been super strange, but I'm, I'm glad Doctor to be strange, here. Even. Doctor Strange, but May's coming. So hopefully we're on the cusp. Things happen other than Doctor Strange. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm just glad to record in person. I was thinking that today, too, on the way here. I was like, man, I I feel like I haven't seen these guys in a long time, even though I have seen you guys. Yeah, yeah, we have. Outside of the show. That's how you know it's a good relationship when you want to see the person. Like, you know when you're in a relationship and you're always with this person and Uh then maybe you take a week off. Right. Oh, I miss seeing that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst thing is when I'm in a relationship with somebody and I don't want to see them. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a a good sign. I think that's called a bad relationship. It could be called a bad relationship. It could be toxic, maybe. There's no confirming. If you want to write in the show at hello at the movie podcast.ca and let us know, is that a good or a bad relationship? We'd love to dissect that. What's also interesting, too, is that when I'm looking at our recent reviews, because there are lots of recent reviews, a lot of them we watched so long ago. So now that they're finally out in the world, it's like, oh, but we recorded that together like weeks ago. So it doesn't feel like we've been in a room together recording in a while. And also last week, we didn't really have any screeners to go to. So we we kept it uh, cool. No, No trips downtown. No trips downtown, no no movies, but no that's parking. all going to change very soon. That's going to change very soon. Yeah. How are you doing, though? Show you doing okay? 
Did you call me Show? Uh, I'm doing Shay. How you doing though? You call me Show? No, I said Shay. How you doing though? <laughs> I said Shay. How you doing like, though? It's not like Show. Yeah, like, yeah, I said like, Shay. How you doing though? Uh, you know, I'm doing good. Uh, allergy season is is you know if you're in Toronto, write in as well or tweet me. How bad are your allergies right now? Because man, hashtag how bad are your allergies? Yeah, <laughs> hashtag shallergies. <laughs> Shallergies. Uh Shallergy. Shall- <laughs> um yeah, they're just my allergies are really kicking my ass. Like not so not so much right now. Like there's still still some there. Like I sound a little like yeah. But um okay. but I think I think they'll go away mid episode. This is the time of season where you don't know if it's allergies or if it's COVID or if it's a cold. Well if I if I can't smell or taste, that must mean it's allergies, right? Well, see. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a, a second. But the allergies can affect your. They do. They do affect taste. They and, do affect them. Yeah, yeah. smells so. But not as drastic as COVID. I would assume. I haven't had COVID, but I'm gonna assume yeah. not as bad. Yeah, I don't know. We're hoping. I don't know. We're hoping. Right in. Let us know. You yeah. know. Right into our COVID if line. If you've had allergies and COVID, let yeah. us know. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> we we're actually we need to know. We need we to actually know. need to know. Yeah. You doing okay though, Anthony? <laughs> what, what you, oh, only? Are you, are you, you sound like a dad at like You doing a, okay though Andy? You sound like a dad at like, a, at like a picnic like, Are you okay son? Yeah right, we're just Can I get you anything there? Yeah. Can I get you anything else? You need any drinks? Oh. You already asked me this I'm doing well Okay man uh, Last time I'll ever ask you again well, Remember with Anthony We ask only during the review episode It's true But then the culmination comes during the main episode I just always want to make sure everyone's doing okay I'm going to ask you again later in the show well, I'm, I'm going to check like, in tell you everything on this on this podcast if i'm not doing okay you know yeah it's not my therapy session <laughs> it should be though my weekly therapy session yeah that's someone else this that's is my else. therapy th- session though i treat this as therapy oh, for myself is it okay. yeah oh that's not helping that no it's not it's, it's not, not it's not well, helping at all we should be billing you 200 dollars. Yeah. i mean hour. you can if you want to if you want to but as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. You can also watch us on youtube.com slash themoviepodcast and check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Anything that you want to plug, Anthony, about what you've been doing on our YouTube page, because I did want to celebrate you know, all the hard work that you've been doing there and Shay with making some of the shorts as well, too. It's been, a, it's, been a, it's been really fun just having a lot of our... I hate using the word content for us, but having a lot of our episodes and, inter- and, and interviews and discussions kind of turned into smaller bite-sized form bits of content to consume. Yeah, I think for for YouTube, it's just another avenue <sighs> to get our show across and it is. people to getting newcomers to listen. And because I find like YouTube is a, it's more open in terms of someone searching but discovery. Again, yeah, the algorithm can lead to more the people with the most followers. But I think every day, if I if truthfully, if I started three years ago, I think we would have been in a better spot right now. Oh, okay. That's, I'm sorry, man. You know, like it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, it's just. The way it is, just in terms of growth. Listen, man, if we started this podcast 15 years ago, we'd be living in our own island right now. Holy shit. For sure. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, like we we have interviews on there. We we have our polar bear interview, which is doing really, really well. Yeah. um, Which talks about climate change. which talks about the, the plight of the polar bears with the directors of the film. We have our Northman trailer. We have our bad guys trailer. We have um, our a review. Or, sorry. Our, yeah. Did I say trailer? You yeah, said you trailer. trailer. Yeah. Review. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have our interview with Key, who's in um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, that's been growing. So I think, you know, the more people that subscribe, the more people, the more content we'll be able to deliver. Yeah. Um, my goal is to continuously 
drive that and get people to see what we look like instead of here. Right. Get both. And I think like the posters that I make look really good. They do look, they look great in 4k. <laughs> they look yeah. great. Um, yes. What's also really nice too, what I, when I'm, especially that we have the opportunities to talk to so many of these amazing people, like you said, yes, having the, uh, the audio is amazing and convenient to listen to, but it's also nice when we have those clips and we share those clips on our socials. So of course, check out our show notes. The links to all of our personal socials are there too. If you want to follow us, because we have some great takes and some great tweets and, uh, posts that we're going to have on taste and tweets. Are you and just posts. finding words right now? No, no. We have great takes and tweets is what I was going to say. It just, it just came off strange and uncomfortable. Uh, but speaking of Dr. Strange, we will have our review and our social reactions going up live next week for it. Cause we're going to be watching it very soon. May the third. Third. Yeah. So very, very soon you'll be able to hear what we think of Dr. Strange. Dr. In the multiverse. Strange. Yeah, like the month of May is going to be, wild because we have doctor strange top gun stranger things obi-wan there's a lot of things happening there's a lot of things happening and then th this week alone we're going to have a review for the offer the first three episodes of the offer which is like the godfather paramount plus show yeah. uh duel we'll have our tv mega episode that comes out with all of Mo our tv reviews moon night we, like we've yeah moon night episode moon five night for so long because we got <coughs> the, caught up we yeah. caught up excuse me about a month ago yeah so we'll be able to actually like catch up with the, the audience, yeah, and, and, and actually, hopefully, see how it ends. <laughs> hopefully, it gets better. Yeah, it turns for a page us, for us, for you us, know. For us. Yeah, uh, but there's lots to listen to. Uh, Anthony uh, mentioned it earlier. We have our interview with the Disney Nature Polar Bear directors Alistair Fothergill and Jeff Wilson that you could uh, catch right now. Uh, really nice guys. Really passionate about what that they're doing. Just sounds like a, like a like a legend person. It, it like literally Santa Claus. Yeah, Alistair have Fothergill. You, yeah. Have you heard of? It sounds like a, like a, exactly like something out of a nursery rhyme or yeah. like a fable, you know, like Alice yeah. and Fothergill. The oh. myth of Alice and Fothergill. Yeah, both of them. Again, I think he could get away with it because he is a, he's British. Yeah. So when you hear his hear his accent and then hear him introduce himself, I'm like, man, I'm talking to a man that has oldest time, oldest time, traveled around the world. He has hey, seen things. He's seen things in the world that no man has ever seen before, and I think his name suits that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I've never seen a polar bear, and he's seen a polar bear. He's so. seen a polar bear, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing, though, like, did you? I know you both watched the polar bear doc, and yeah. and Anthony and I, we had a discussion on it. It's it's one of those things for me. Like when when we were talking about it, it's that I'm always fascinated by how they get their footage, and this is like you have to also think like we we were talking about how you know Top Gun has like 800 hours of footage shot for it, where with these guys they literally have years worth of footage of like the most like boring ass thing i want to ask you guys like what would a documentary on your own lives look like if somebody was to shoot it over like the last five oh, or six God. years just be me in my room watching movies and playing games yeah it's pretty depressing <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that sounds like a warning like a warning campaign a warning campaign? like a, like a war like a, like remember those campaigns that we'd see like for like smoking growing up it's like yeah. what's wrong with him oh he yeah, smokes he smokes yeah and like he's a, just like some it, guy dead on the like couch a single shot uh, just at the door of my room and it's just the camera slowly zooming in yeah and i just have my controller in my are hand. you aging at the same time uh, yeah i think i'm aging right now but like are you like is the doc like is it like slow as you as it slowly pulls in the trailer the trailer is like that the oh, like, the oh that's good the that's good i like that is 
and it, it's got like a voiceover it that like you'd see like in a Steven Spielberg movie like he was a single man sitting in his room and then it was just me just sitting there on the couch and then all the only thing that's lighting me is the reflection of my TV yeah and you just uh, and I could see like a close up of like the reflection off of your glasses of yeah. what you're playing and things like that yeah, yeah. but, and then, I, but and then out, you also see like wrinkles start forming but then when it gets closer to my glasses the reflection is just me watching my documentary shit oh I thought it was then it cuts like, to black like poltergeist Shabazz. like a hand coming out Oh. Of the TV to grab Shay. That's your that's your that's your documentary. <laughs> that, that's Anthony. Yo, that's my, Anthony. My documentary. You know, you've ever watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Oh, yeah. oh God, that's, man! That's so how much coke is in your documentary? <laughs> it's five years straight. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's a good amount. I like it. Mine's somewhere in the middle. Okay. <laughs> somewhere in Fear the middle. Fear and loathing in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that's somewhere in the middle for that one. Uh, let's get into the news this week. We have some. Uh, we have some great stories, but. We have to do it. Since I was, we're gonna, back I was gonna say we got to do it. I I wanted to scare it you. Sounded guys. like he was missing it. No, 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 no. I wanted to, I wanted to make sure you guys were paying. There's attention. someone in the car right now that's like <gasps> <gasps> they're like doing the beeps. The I toots. wanted to make sure because you know this is the first one that we've done together in a while. So yeah. let's be ready. Let's get into the news. Like we've never I, missed a dude, beat. Dude, I was so confused with exactly what was happening. I just wanted to make sure. I, I wanted like, to make sure. Yeah, Anthony's like brain was. Just a- Anthony's like, man, I can't wait for this part of my documentary. Dude, people, was, are gonna, people are going to freak out. out the window. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> well, hold on to that outrage because you may need it next. Netflix loses two hundred thousand subscribers in Q one. Predicts loss of two million more in Q two. This is coming from Jennifer Moss of Variety. Netflix lost 200,000 subscribers in Q1 and expects to lose another 2 million in the current second quarter, the streamer said in its first quarter 2022 earnings release on Tuesday. This marks the first time Netflix has lost subscribers during a quarter in 10 years. Netflix said that not accounting for the losses in Russia, where the streamer cut services over the country's invasion of Ukraine, it would have added 500,000 subscribers in Q1. Netflix cites both increased competition and password sharing, which the streamer is looking to monetize as drivers of the subscriber loss. Netflix execs previously said the streamer intends to spend around $18 billion on content this year. So we've heard a lot about Netflix this week in the news and the stock market with things that are going on on the animation side and shows being canceled and executives being laid off and all of this stuff. We're going to try and make sense of a bunch of it. Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off here. What's going on in Netflix right now, buddy? I first of all, you know, it, this is one of those things that I'm actually surprised has happened. I felt like it was one of those things that we kept thinking would happen, but it actually wouldn't happen. But to see it finally actually come out is crazy, and it's a sign of the times. It is, it is, it is too reminiscent of blockbuster. They flew too close to the sun. They flew way too like Netflix. Icarus? Yes, Icarus flew way too close to the sun. Blockbuster. Sorry, I'm just confirming. Blockbuster is not a Greek god. It is. It is. But if you're Greek, right into the show. Okay, no. just confirm with us. Yes, just to confirm your mythology. Um, here's the thing with with Netflix. They 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 dedicated so much time to their original content, but we all signed up for Netflix at that time for not original content because obviously it didn't exist right no so as original content started to come out we're like oh this is kind of nice sure but we'll get to that in a bit let me keep watching the stuff that you guys keep putting on here now it's pretty much 90 percent. it feels like original content right and almost none of it sticks some of it's really good but none of it sticks long enough i think that 
you want to keep coming back. Or at least if it is, it's not worth the price that you're paying anymore. To be paying nearly $20 a month. and More I, than $20 a month. More than us, $20 yeah. a month, especially if you're in Canada. And, and I understand the whole password sharing thing is kind of confusing, I guess, but... Even if you do it the right way, like you're like most people now live in, in in double family houses. Their mom and dad aren't together anymore. So, mom's house has your Netflix account, and dad's house has a Netflix account. What are you going to now start charging dad or mom more? Like like password yeah, sharing? It's the divorced child's fee. Yeah, that, yeah. Password sharing is going to make them go even further into loss. More yeah. people, I like the people that weren't paying for Netflix already that are password sharing are not all of a sudden going to be like, well, I need to know what happens on the next season of Is It Cake? So let me go ahead and subscribe. <laughs> Was it cake? Yeah. Let me go ahead and subscribe yeah. to Netflix. That's not going to happen, Netflix. I'm no. sorry, but you guys are predicting a loss of $2 million. That will definitely come. You need to start in just the second quarter. You need to start investing differently. The shows that you're pumping out went from quality to now just quantity. Right. Yeah. And and I think Netflix is what we look at when it comes to just content. And we see again, and I think what Netflix does so well is that yes, it has given a lot of shows and movies to to I think to voices that we wouldn't have traditionally seen in a normal studio system, which is amazing. And that's when you get shows that really resonate with people. But for every show like that, you'll get a million other shows of just f- that feels like filler. And what Netflix, the promise of Netflix back when it was first, you know, coming out to the world, was that it's this aggregator aggregator of like just shows and movies that we love, right? And now it's not that anymore because all the studios have taken their content back for their own platforms, yep. which is very reminiscent of what kind of cable and sh- and what the cable world used to be used to be before people started cutting the cord. Mm-hmm. Now here we are, Anthony. Where are you with what's going on with Netflix? Um, personally, I'm I'm very very close to canceling my Netflix subscription. I'm very I want to be part of this. You want to be this part of revolution? The- <laughs> you know what? Netflix it's, revolution. It's, it's you know the argument saying that with especially with this password thing because it seems like the password um, is a big factor in Netflix's uh, next couple of quarters yeah so they're going to really implement that in in i think the united states and canada and i'm not a big fan of that and to even argue that oh we're losing money because you're sharing passwords is bullshit because you've been making record money with people sharing passwords for the past however many years 10 years yeah like around, this right? is this years. is your first quarter of this happening yeah. like is it oh now people now. are sharing their password more no it's it's, this it's is, more inconvenient to share your password of anything now. in the past three years your original content has been driven up and you haven't had uh we'll say a good enough title to actually drive new customers in because yeah you had a lot of customers you 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 monopolized the the market because you were the only one there but now there's hbo max there's disney plus there's so many other options to go to and your original content that you've been driving uh for the past three years hasn't sustained enough to keep your customer base there and that's where like truthfully stranger things the crown i can maybe if i have 10 fingers i can probably name 10 <laughs> sorry did you say if you have 10 fingers i just want to well, confirm some people might not have 10 fingers you're right you're, you're right, right. Like you lose the one finger that's oh, true wait what well yeah yeah no, 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 i'm just kidding i'm kidding they chopped off the pinion. uh but you have 10 fingers i could probably name 10 ori- 10 original shows that are on netflix and that's it that i would watch yeah and everything else out in the garbage and, and 
But like Shay, Shay was what was it last week? You mentioned about a show about is it cake or not? Yeah. You gave that production a million dollars to make this dumbass show because you yeah. want to be like a TLC meets HBO meets a food network. Yeah. You want to make. You don't know what you want to be, be this whole thing, and you. You just don't know where your but then, clientele is. But, but that's the thing, though, because Netflix, again, if we look at the numbers of what's trending in these countries, it's the most random stuff. And that's why with shows like The Office leaving in the States and Friends leaving and things like that, that's a big loss for Netflix because people would go to Netflix. And I think like us, too, we go to Netflix to watch, you know, comfort shows, things that aren't netflix originals but things that are on netflix because they're available there and i'm guilty of that i watched friends and the office and brooklyn 99 and all these shows seinfeld on netflix because those that's the streaming service that had the rights to it right and it was just so easy to do that and even fresh prince back in the day was on netflix for a while now it's on crave right but it's like you're having all of this stuff there and then once that leaves people are like well i don't really care for anything else yeah and the, the promise of Netflix has been outdone by everybody else now because Netflix was, oh my God, Netflix wasn't the first streaming service, but no. they were the first streaming service for a lot of people. You know, they were that streaming service that people would go to and be like, oh, I just signed up for Netflix. Oh my God, they have this movie and this show. It's like the first legitimate one. You right? know, they were the first one that actually hit because before that, a lot of people were just like, oh yeah, there's video on demand and stuff yeah. like that. But that was still pay per use, yeah. right? And then now it's like, no, you have the service all encompassing $7.99. I remember signing up for Netflix yes. back in the day. Again, vastly different service that they offered in terms of the programming, but that's what it was. Yeah. And then now with everyone kind of taking back their own shows, it's like, what what else am I staying here for? Mm-hmm. Because your Netflix content as well, too, your Netflix originals, Stranger Things is coming out next month. That's going to be a shotgun blast of episodes in one day, and then no one's going to talk about it after a week. Like, I honestly think, and again, I may be in the minority for this, but I think it would help Netflix a lot if they went to some original programming being one new show a week because that's 100%. driving a conversation all week. Look at, I was watching a great video on YouTube where they were talking about how when Russian Doll, the first season came out, it was a big phenomenon. Everyone was talking about it. And that was more than the first season of, um, like, oh, why am I blanking on the HBO show? The um, the one that you love. Oh, Succession? Succe- uh, Succession, right? Yeah. But now Succession has exploded and is like the poster child for HBO. And the second season of Russian Doll just came out and I feel like no, no one's one talking about, about it. it. Yeah. It took a really long time for it to come out too. You know, and, and that that's well. and that's the thing where it's like you have something where you when you have a weekly show, beat the Mandalorian or Moon Knight or or Succession, you're having a conversation in between then where you're not you're just allowing people to catch up on the season that they've watched or they can start watching it live. And you're also allowing it just to, to grow naturally, where when you have something like Stranger Things or any other Netflix original where it's just all out at once, you're just like that's great, but also there's no conversation to be had because literally it's a it's a minefield on social media afterwards mm-hmm. because spoilers galore for the whole season are there. You'll hear you'll see op eds on thoughts on the ending, and it's like you're bombarded by the ending and you haven't even gone to the beginning yet. You know, there's there's it's just it's just a loss because you're you're giving everything out at once and you're not allowing a natural build up or anticipation to be because it's all there and, and not you know? to, not to defend netflix here but i think the reason truly why they do it is because they have so much content they do they have so much content coming out at once that they just know that if they did it weekly all their other shit would also get lost so they're almost like in a way not okay but they are okay with it being like 
we we're aware this conversation is going to last a day. Only. They're right. And, but I think they see that when they are in the green or in the black with yeah. subscribers going up and, and view time going up. I don't think they care. No. But now that something's actually affecting them, they should look they and be like, caring. you need mm-hmm. to start treating your shows better. You need to start marketing them earlier. That's another thing that I was hearing this week that people are like, yeah, Netflix doesn't like marketing until like a month before. No, they don't. And then nothing afterwards. And like you need time to build up the stuff, and, right? And they need to they need to go back to making quality material instead of shock value material because a lot of the stuff they've been doing now is for the memes it's for just the internet conversation and then it dies it's yeah. li- it's literally even, even their docs their yeah. docs lately haven't been that amazing they're they, i used to love netflix documentaries but i can't think of a single one recently that i was like yeah that was really damn good no it's I, been a while i feel like so many of their docs now are again because they're there so many of their things are based off an algorithm based on numbers they're like, hey, people really like these murder mystery docs, so we're going to green light a hundred of them yeah. without really feeling like there's one that really like hits home. Right. You know what I mean? There's and a- it's like, oh, we're, people love cooking shows. We're going to green light a hundred cooking shows. Yeah. It's like, but it's just, it's just, it's just qu- quantity, quantity, quantity all the does, time. Doesn't matter if it's good or bad. If that algorithm, yes, they don't, they just go by the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is this is hurting them because their thanos is rising again yeah and w- do you know what their thanos is pirate thanos oh your thanos okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah go on their, their thanos pirates? in hollywood is pirates and pirating is coming back because it's are you bringing for- it back well <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're like I, I'm, I'm the one no, raise the black flag daniel <laughs> how did i have this in here because <laughs> yeah a lot of people will pirate <laughs> their stuff and it's just it's it's so much easier too it's like there are websites it's already digital there's websites that are very <laughs> similar to netflix where you just push a button and yeah, it's free. there and you just gotta watch a couple porn ads but then after that you get right no, through that's it. just a, that's a, that's just the pre-feature entertainment you know <laughs> oh I mean? that's one of the shows are coming out <laughs> yeah. like. the reason we we all like netflix because it was at a reasonable price and you were getting good content and it was it, it just worked and you're like shit just i don't works. i want to help these people i want i don't want to pirate stuff anymore i'm willing to pay you don't hear about this in the music world. The music world, they, subscription services work. They, they've accepted their loss already in the music world. They're like, this is, we're never going to be the music industry of the pre-2000s. Yeah. And they've adapted to that at least. Yeah. You like, know? Musicians are still being, getting paid good money. People get money. Like, I know it's, all of it is money, but, you know, music musicians, they're making money. You could clearly see. Um and they're having fun putting their content on these subscription services, Apple <coughs> Music, Spotify, all that stuff. Yeah. They're great examples of how subscription services work. Their prices haven't gone up. I don't think they've ever gone up. I, I haven't seen an increase in, in music subscriptions. Have you? Did Spotify go up? No, I feel like everything's always stayed at the nine. The ten dollars. Ten dollars ten dollar a month. If anything, if if they do ever offer tiers that are more, it's because they'd be like, We have higher fidelity here, or we have this, right. or we have that. But like Apple Music when they introduced High Fidelity and, and Dolby Atmos and whatever, still kept the same price. Yeah, and that's another thing that we've spoken about, I think, just a couple weeks ago on the show. It's I think it's so ridiculous to me that we pay for higher fidelity on Netflix. Yeah. Like, oh I God. think I think that's so, so bizarre that because we have a 4K TV, we have to pay more for the content that like we stream on luxury tax. It. You know what I mean? It is a luxury tax. And it's like, yeah. it's it's just, it's silly. Like, you it's have the silly. content available then and they're, they're 1080p streaming isn't the best like it's a notable it's a noticeable yeah. difference yeah so it's like why are you doing this like it's it's such a nickel and diming on something for for no reason like mm-hmm. you're making your content of that quality 
but, offer it at but that Daniel, quality. We're making shows for you. I don't right? care if is it cake is an eight K. Like why? Right? Yeah. It's like, but we're making content for you. But yeah. at the end of the day, that content leads to what? It doesn't yeah. lead to more viewers because you know, is it isn't it cake or is it is it cake or isn't it? That's a deeper version of the dude, show. I thought I thought you were dropping like cake? a quote on us, like, but you know, isn't is it isn't it cake or yeah. isn't it a Mar- Marie Antoinette once said, you know, let them eat cake. Isn't it a cake or is it not? You know, like they they need to pace themselves right now, and they're they, they're they're they're, they're like, too much of a tech company. Netflix is is treating their yeah. of their stuff too much like a tech company and not a studio. Yeah, and we've watched dropout and we've watched uh dope sick and dope severance, and severance. And, well i was just referring to dropout because it's here i was just taking oh, the analogy company. of dropout where here's this idea let's go through it oh, and yeah. it busts at the end and that's a lot of like technology people who hit that billion dollar idea and they make the money they get the people they usually crash and burn yeah except um What's his name from Facebook? Zuckerberg. Mark, well, Mark, I mean, Mark I think he, I think he's been dragged over the coals, yeah. rightly so, but a it's lot. That, that mentality, yeah. That that go go go. You're not do, do, you're do, not invincible. Get, get, get. Just, you're not invincible you're at all. Going to burn and crash, and people are you're just gonna fucking say no. But we also have to like one thing that isn't mentioned is in, in this little um, article here at the moment was there's there's talks about bringing in an ad based version of Netflix. What do you guys think about that? Like it's a it's a cheaper tier, but it has ads. Netflix to me right now, by the way, feels like a giant ad on its own. Well, yeah, because as soon as you finish something, like, hey, how about this? How about isn't it cake? Yeah, <laughs> isn't it cake? <laughs> this is this is Anthony's spinoff. Yeah. Isn't it cake? Yeah, it's is, not. Is, is it, it cake? cake? Is, isn't it? Are, are, yeah. you, are you sure it's not? <laughs> are you sure? To Take be a bite. To be oh, it's a purse. <laughs> um, ads on Netflix. What would the ads be? That's like, are we are we just like are they just like pre rolls, mid rolls, like for what Netflix original? Ads? I'm assuming it would be for Netflix, but then Netflix could just do that anyway with their own content. Yeah, and are or are they going are they going to sell ad space to other places, other streamers, other streamers? No, <laughs> Disney Plus. No, imagine? why not? You right. know what I mean? Like, if that's an option, depends on how much the ads are. But I don't, I don't know. I'd like. Would I, you would you save ten dollars a month on Netflix if you had ads before and after a show? Would it be four K? Yeah. And Adobe Vision? Everything. And I, I can share my, my account with people? I, I this sounds all of a sudden no. Like, and then I don't have to pay no, for it? No. Like, <laughs> no. I, like the ad seems right. I don't like the password thing. The password bothers me, but Yeah. We know we know a lot of streamers and I think Disney Plus too. All the streamers will have an option for an ad version of their platform and i think that's fine yeah. to offer it as an option i, I like yeah. the ad version i just don't like the password yeah i just I feel like yeah you're not losing money you're making money you have 250 million subscribers around the world and you're telling me you're losing money on password subscribe stop making shitty shows and you'll get money that's <laughs> i don't get it yeah there's i think netflix for so long has felt invincible yeah and there's this line again. This is a deep cut line, but there's a Isn't line in cake. <laughs> no, but there's a line in like Iron Man two, where they're like, you know, if you could make God bleed, you'd make people cease to believe in them. Oh, and yeah. I think that's kind of where Netflix is right now. But you got to do it like in his accent. If though. you could make God bleed, there we go. People would not believe in him. You know, like yeah. that's like it, uh, Kill Bill when she gets the sword. You know what I mean? It's like oh, it, on yeah. your journey. You know, oh, yeah. you meet God. Yeah, you'll cut him. I thought he hands over it. Yeah, like it's 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 that that exact thing. Like Netflix is wounded right now, so every other streamer you best believe are looking at Oof. Netflix right now, 
of what not to do and to offer stuff and to incentivize people to come over and be like all all again i think of all the streamers that have come out and if we look at the last five or six years i don't think we've seen a streamer again they're new disney has just been going crazy with drop with giving you a reason to stay on disney plus with every show that ends Two weeks later, another one's going to begin for you, and you're going to be invested. Regardless if the quality or the stories is engaging, it's still original content that people are excited about, or it's going to land with somebody, right? That first year at Disney Plus, yeah, it was shallow, but also it was the pandemic. But as soon as 2021 started and we started off with WandaVision, it didn't stop. And stars and, or or whatever the, the the eighteen plus yeah area was yeah, and it's like they they haven't stopped, and they've also been attracting top tier talent to their projects as well too. Yeah. HBO Max is another one that is struggling in the sense of getting original shows on there, but we know they're going to be coming because they've announced, hey, we're doing this original series, we're doing a Penguin show, an Arkham Asylum show, mm-hmm. we're doing this. We know And they still have HBO shows. And they, they still, still have, HBO, have HBO shows. But even Netflix is like, what are you doing right now? Yeah. You know, we yeah. know there's a there's probably a thousand shows dropping on Netflix tomorrow. Today. Today. But we don't know about any of them or really care about any of them mm-hmm. i was gonna say hbo max their original programming is is just gonna get better and better yeah um, it is because hbo picks and chooses really good scripts and really great storytellers and netflix doesn't they don't they they have a handful of them they own the 10 that i was going to mention and yeah and they cancel some of them they cancel netflix the will cancel shows after two canceled mine hunter a david can- <laughs> fincher produced really good show yeah. yeah they canceled it because the algorithm wasn't people, right people were like well people are watching it as much it was like yeah but why are you letting that dictate the fan base that loves this yeah. that you know and it's like i, I know i just kind of that may have sounded like a snyder bro kind of comment there like yeah no. but it's not the fan base no but like there's a mindhunter is a great show and i feel like again if you treated it yeah. like a show that every week you would lead into the next mystery and mine under ended on some great cliffhangers. It's like, these are build your show, too. treat your show with respect and let people fall in love with it. Just when don't you, throw it out and let it die and yeah. out to pasture all the time. When you, yeah. when you go on Netflix now as well, like you'll know that something's dropped recently, like a new show. Let's just say, um, whatever. Oh, it, there was an Amber Crombie Finch documentary. Sure. Let's that, say that, that, that was dropped. the banner that I recently right? saw, but, if I go on it, I probably might not even see that. Like, yeah. I might not even see. I'm, I've never Netflix. heard of that before. Like, but you might see it. Daniel might not see it. I might see it. Like, it. That's what I also don't get. Like, because there's so much shit dropping, it goes missed. Like, I recently they also just closed down pretty much most of their animation department as well. Like, was animation making them suffer? Like, was that another thing that like? That's too much money. And again, this is after the conversation that we just had about animation, you know, writers not being paid enough, anim- animators not being paid enough. And at the same time, animation stopped being that medium that's just for kids. So it's crazy to, for them to be like so tone deaf and being like, yeah, we're shutting down our animation department or most of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still it's still around but it's like right. what is but it canceled be? a lot of their shows yeah and, and that's the thing and they fired executives and it's like yeah i get you guys are scrambling but that's a problem when you're treating your business as a tech company and not a studio where you're building these relationships with people because again there's there's that old there's that old just kind of studio just belief where it's like when you when we were talking about even like the last couple of years oh this person signed a deal with netflix or this this studio or this we haven't seen Netflix no. be the place that people have signed with in a while. 
you know, we've been seeing a lot of Tom Hanks first look deal with Apple. This person first look deal with Apple. This person with HBO Max. This person with HBO. This person with um, with Disney. Like we're seeing a lot of those streamers of the up and comers signing these deals, and I think a lot of talent is going to be leaving Netflix because of that. I I want to just take a minute here, just one minute, just a one minute to gush about how good Apple TV Plus is. Yeah, strike Netflix while they're down, eh? It really, I need to give just, him, give him just, the Hattori Hanzo sword just, right now. Just because, <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's it's a crime that more people don't have Apple TV Plus, even though they probably do. Because they probably they do. They just don't Apple know about it. it. Yeah. But yes, the the barrier of entry is so confusing with Apple TV Plus, and they gotta make that easier. But man, the content that's on there is content that I'm gonna remember for years to come. In the two or in the three two and a half years that they've been out, so they launched the week after Disney Plus did in twenty nineteen, yeah. November twenty nineteen. Um or sorry, they they launched before Disney Plus. They right? launched on okay. November first. Yeah, 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 they launched yeah. on November first. They dropped so many shows that have also won awards. Apple already has a best picture award. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? They have an Oscar. Like that already, they yeah. beat Netflix to the punch on that? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, like with the morning show drawing top tier talent. Uh, C top tier talent, Ted Lasso, which is I think just taking the world by storm. You have Severance has taken the world by storm. Like you're just Apple's killing it with their original content because I think they know they don't have the quantity yet, but they have the quality. But they one thing if I can advise Apple and yeah. please advise away. If you work for Apple right now or you work for the studios and all those things, you need to pace yourself. Yeah, you need to pace yourself. Yes, continuing what you're doing for the next ten years. Don't have to continuously come out with new things because the world that technology lives in, which is continuously pumping out products and this and this, yeah. the world also, and it becomes a drug because you just can't get off it. You got to yeah. keep going, keep going. Just pace yourself. Keep the pace slow. After COVID, people are don't give a fuck anymore. They're, they're, they care less about that world and more about just chilling and yeah. relaxing and the idea that you know with social media and with netflix and all these things that are just bombarding you with a lot of stuff that you need to keep doing keep going keep being on top be the best and you just get depressed and all that stuff yeah you just need to slow it down yeah and you can see it with apple tv plus you can see with hbo max they're just chilling and here's here's tokyo vice okay there's seven episodes great show here's severance weekly episode yeah. really good show just don't get like netflix where netflix is it's adding to the fuel of the world where we continuously have to be always nine steps ahead right yeah, we're right. trying to live in the future without actually getting to the future you know what i'm saying right you already live in the future though well i can because yeah, i'm not true. from this time yeah that's why you already seen isn't it cake yeah, <laughs> what's it about? Isn't it cake? Question Isn't mark. It cake? You're just walking around with it. Oh my god, it is a cobra! Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> but it's like. Isn't it? Or isn't, isn't it? it? Isn't it? No, but but I think trying to say like no, that and, world that we live. And he's hundred percent right. Because again, when we're when you're dealing with tech companies now in the world of creating shows and movies, they approach it from a tech company viewpoint yeah. and perspective, where you need to. And I think that's one of the things that Apple struggled with at the beginning. And we had heard the stories that, you know, Apple's kind of ruffling a little bit of feathers in the Hollywood world because I think they think that, you know, throwing money at things is how you do things. And it's, yeah, it helps, but you also have to build relationships with people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think in this last year, especially, that you've seen a lot more people sign with Apple because I think they figure their shit out where Netflix yeah. is still 
they they probably figured it out, but they probably figured out we could also just keep pumping out stuff and think that this us pumping out a million original shows a year is sustainable. Yeah. It's not sustainable it's at all. You. It's hurting your platform yeah. and the things that are on your platform are lost. If I open up Apple TV Plus right now or HBO Max or Disney Plus, you'll see the most important things on the top banner always. Yeah. They will they will literally be like watch this yeah. like you need to watch this, this is Nef- new watch this this is new watch this like it's easy to find everything where netflix pumps everything except for what you want in your face you know what uh, i mean one thing i wish and i think all studios need to do is work on their ui design yeah a lot even like disney plus and there's a lot of even with disney plus trying to find something sometimes can be difficult yes. who do you think ha- who do you think has is, is the close to nailing it right now uh, disney plus disney plus yeah because Disney Plus is just kind of like the icons aren't as big as Netflix, so it's like I could see more, which I really like. Yeah. The continue watching is there. What's recently added is there. Um, I'm just trying to think what else. I think Prime is the worst. The worst. Prime's the worst. That's uh, the worst. Uh, Apple TV Plus is a lot better now, but it's still. I think Apple has that thing of like, let's make something that visually looks good. But like intuitively, this isn't the best thing to navigate through. I think the problem with Apple TV Plus is, is especially if you're using it on an Apple TV and you go to the Apple TV app, it looks too similar to every other tab that's there. Exactly. Yeah. So sometimes you get you're like, oh shit, I'm an Apple TV Plus, yeah. and am I about to buy this yeah. or like what yeah. is this? Do I already you own know, this? it's where design doesn't yeah. it doesn't help. yeah beautiful yeah. design, but it's not intuitive. No. Not intuitive. Yeah. Crave is I like Crave. I know you guys don't use Crave, but Crave, Crave is Crave's Crave's right. is pretty simple. Like, it's they have the banners at the time. This is what's recently added. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I think with Crave though, is because they have different networks as well in there. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Like, wait, do I showtimes here? Do I? Yeah. Is this part of what I? And Crave also has a stupid thing of I think you'd only have it on a device, one device at a time. Crave's version of yeah, finding out what, what you're linked to is ridiculous. Yeah. Because I have about you know five or six TVs in the house. And you know, all of them have an Apple TV or something attached to it. So if I go downstairs to my basement to watch a show or a movie on Crave, I have to then hit a button, go to the website, hit manage, hit this, and then like remove the device and then add. Oh, you have a you have location services off, or you have yeah. a cook. You have to enable a, something. You you, oh, you can't uh, block your uh, your stuff. Ads, site tracking, site, site tracking. Like, like you have to turn that like, on. It's like, it's like oh why? My God, okay, like. Like why can't you why can't you just do it like everybody else where it's sequential watching or if everyone's watching at the same time yeah then stop me sure but let me have it on as many devices as I want because it, I have phones iPads yeah. watches that I and, can and watch so on. it's Crave is one of those things same like Prime you need to totally nuke that app and put a totally make a brand new one like Sorry, Crave Crave and Prime oh, yeah Crave though no but they need but in terms of like that type of stuff because that's oh, like that's the, the type settings. of stuff that's like built into the the, into the base into the base of it the foundation of it where it's like guys like you can't be having these shitty things like this is not how the world works now you know you have to make it accessible for people and you're the most expensive one right now so get better yeah uh prime prime is probably like you said the worst like there was a new show called outer range starring josh berlin and i didn't know about it i didn't know it was coming out and it i had to like search for it in amazon Prime. it should be like the first thing you see it's It's right now. It's their main series. It's the one one main thing, yeah. On Prime. So why aren't you showing that to me in the beginning? That reminded me too of when when One Night in Miami came out. It wasn't anywhere on the main page. I'm like, this yeah. movie just came out today. Why isn't it everywhere? It's yeah. not even for Oscars. But 
Moving on to the next news story. We spoke a lot about Netflix. Let's talk about what other studios are up to right now. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse heads to summer 2023. Sony dates Madam Web, Equalizer 3, among others, for release changes. This is coming from Anthony D'Alessandro of Deadline. Did you think it was me? I did for a second. For a second. Huh? This is coming just from Anthony. Uh, Sony's animated sequel to the Oscar-winning movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse um spider-man across the spider-verse is moving from october 7th this year to june 2nd 2023 the news is breaking just before the studio's presentation at CinemaCon next week meanwhile the pick sequel spider-man across the spider-verse part two i wish they called it something else maybe they still will is dated for march 29 2024 in addition sony has dated their spider-man spinoff madam web from filmmaker sj clarkson uh, for July 7th, 2023. The pick starring Sydney Sweeney and Dakota Johnson. There's also the Denzel Washington and director Anton Fuqua reteam The Equalizer 3 on September 1st, 2023. I had no idea they were doing a, a third film in the series. Um, the studio's Korean war movie, Devotion, from director J.G. Dillard and starring Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell is set to roll out on October 14th with limited runs, expanding on October 21st and going wide on October 28th. So a lot of changes coming on the Sony front. I feel like Sony's always that studio that has a bunch of release date shifts happening all the time. Every couple of weeks, we'll hear something shifts. This is the second delay now for Spider-Verse. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, because it was oh. supposed to come out uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah, April. It was supposed to come out in April 2022, and then they pushed it to October, and now it's back to, um, when is it? June 2nd when of next was, year. When was, it, um, when was it announced? Wasn't it last year that it was announced? It was announced in 2020. Man. Yeah. I keep forgetting. It was like, announced in the fall of 2020. I three believe. years have passed. Yeah. It's so And the first wild. one was 2018. Yeah. yeah so yeah. now this is going to be five years almost in between sequels. Really? crazy what is time anymore man it doesn't yeah, matter we need to slow down it doesn't matter time should slow down we need to slow down but um what do you think of this anthony well you know i think again going back to my whole pacing argument let's the better the be the longer the better it is right i think that's what one of the directors that's said what like, i've been told the longer well not not always daniel but um the longer a studio or a production team has <laughs> time oh okay yes 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 a movie yeah the longer the runway is better the more the time. better outcome <laughs> yes uh, but i don't yeah, like I'm, how slow and uncomfortable you were saying that too. is it a cake is are it you a sure? cake? sounds sounds like a it sounds like a show i would make isn't it cake yeah wait are you trying to get wait are you trying to confuse the, the players though like you're just walking like, isn't it cake? Isn't though? it cake? Isn't it cake? No, I you would sure? like you, you would start eat eating it. it. It would taste like steak. That's your hand, Anthony. Oh. It's in the shape of a cake, right? Yeah, but it'd be a steak, right? There was an episode where they did have a steak, and, and then I would a, say, yeah. "Isn't it cake?" Yeah, it looks like it, and then they're like, "No," but then I would say, "Yes." We were able to like con conduct some sort of scientific experiment yeah, yeah, to get yeah. the cake to taste like steak, but it's Netflix still gave us two hundred million dollars for this. this is Wendy's need to leave, please. <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh, sorry, my bad." All right, all right. Netflix all right. is hearing this right now. Yeah, yeah. send uh, and send them a jet helicopter. Book oh, <laughs> send in the jet from Pop Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um but yeah the longer the better in terms of and i think that's what, what the director said that right chris miller and more time to have fun more time yeah, to, more time to have fun yeah and you also I, I think back to what nolan said a couple years ago too when, when he was talking about his batman trilogy and he's like you know the benefit we had when making that trilogy is that we had the luxury of time because a lot of studios now it's like 
we've seen now. It's like studio uh, movie next uh, three movies this year or this show and this movie and this and it's like it's content overload where it's like yeah you could take some time and really work on something and give it time to breathe and then introduce the next thing right Mm -hmm. yeah don't give the audience exactly what they want you know make them make them want it make them want it yeah but maybe don't go as long as stranger things again i know covid played a factor into that for sure but yeah three years is a long time for a show in terms of um the equalizer three yeah daisy Ridley's supposed to be in it i saw her teasing it on her instagram yeah interesting did you guys see the second one Yes, with um, Pedro Pascal. Oh, Pedro yeah, Pascal. yeah. The I one. saw a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that one. People love that series. I, I really liked the first one. Yeah. The second one was not the greatest. There's some moments in it for sure, but I'm hoping the third one is yeah. a bit better. The first one was good. second yeah. one I, I was kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a TV series. Equal- I used to watch The Equalizer as a kid growing up. Yeah. On so you and Rob Reiner from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. The fucking Equalizer, Jordan. I wasn't that old. No, I'm saying you and him, like you and him were together. Because in Wolf of Wall Street, he watched it, and uh, I just yeah. remember it was on Annie. It was like from the 80s or something. Did you used some, to watch it, some yeah. British dude. Did you watch it like a lot, like favorite? Episode? I remember a couple of episodes, yeah. but like they also had that joke in it in uh, Spider Man. It was like, oh, they shot an episode of The Equalizer here yes, in the 80s. No way home. Yeah, no way home. Yeah. Well, that's all we have. To yeah, Shay, what do you what do you think of the Sony news? <laughs> um sucks it just sucks i mean i, I wish I, i'm surprised though we're still getting more updates on madam web like it's making become more real i'm surprised this movie's happening we're seeing uh, set photos from craven the hunter which we, is supposed to come out in january also surprising me that that's happening too that's not coming out in january there's no way listen man that's gonna get pushed back for you think sure. so yeah it has to. No how way. certain are you i'm like 85 percent confident that craven the hunter is gonna get pushed are there's you, no way that they're gonna be able to make, meet a january deadline for are you film. willing to bet a burger on it well, I'm fasting, so I can't. And when it comes out, dummy. Well, I can't think about food right He's now. He's going to be fasting. How insensitive, <laughs> how insensitive are you at this point? Fasting for the next about food, five months. Yeah, I'm going to not stop fast. Wait, <laughs> is January in five months? No, it's not. No. I don't know. Just, <laughs> time needs to slow down, guys. It's not even May, guys. <laughs> it's not even the fifth month of this year. Oh, my God. But yeah, burger bag. seven months away. Yeah. Do the burger I, I'm I'm... I wouldn't be surprised if they land this in January or February. Well, like, what do you I mean? I wouldn't be surprised either, yeah. but I don't think they will. What visual effects do you need for Craven? Well, we don't even know what the movie's about yet, man. We don't even know what's in this movie. Well, he's a hunter. Okay, that's... Uh, there we go. So, January. January. Yeah, January. I, I resent my... I think about there. hunting in January. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, I, I feel like they need more time, and knowing Sony, and they're notorious for delays for yeah. everything... Yes, they, you're they right. Usually, just delay stuff because they'll stick to it for as long as they can, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, Craven the Hunter is going to be a March film or like April or whatever." They'll push yeah. it back a little bit. But do you think it's first three months of next year, January, February, March? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. first three months is doable. Yeah, I think as we get closer and closer to it, it'll be a bit more obvious. Yep. But January, I can't see it landing. January is a good month. I, if it can land January, it's a good month for if it Sony. Could, it'll be great for them because there's a, it gets busy next year very fast. Yeah, with stuff, and you want to be the first out of the what's gate. Co- what, we, we, I don't even know right now what's really competing with it. Yeah, but we when you look at February, I think that's when the Marvels is coming out, yep. and like you have a bunch of stuff early on already next year. Yeah, that yeah, it's going to start loading up fast. Uh, speaking of though of the movies, let's look at let's look ahead at what the theaters are going to be offering us in the next little bit. AMC Entertainment to install laser projectors at. 3,500 U.S. auditoriums in major upgrade. Deal with Cineonic? 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 Rolls out through 2026. Is it Cineonic, right? Yeah, Cineonic. Cineonic. Don't ask me. 
Stenionic. This is coming from Jill. Damn it, Damn it. This is coming from Jill Goldsmith, a deadline. We also got an email about this, which was very funny. Uh, they're like, yeah, Daniel, guess what? <laughs> We're, we just made a deal with them, AMC. I'm like, oh, that's. Thank you. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> no, I was, I was so happy for them. <laughs> Excuse me. AMC Entertainment is planning its first major upgrade since the transition to digital, announcing a deal with Cineonic to roll out laser projectors to 3,500 of its U.S. auditoriums through 2026. The laser at AMC Initiative represents the significant acceleration of AMC's commitment to enhance the on-screen presentation with improved picture contrast, maximum picture brightness, more vivid color, and signal and signals a significant AMC oh, sorry projection and signals a significant AMC commitment to future of movie going. The company said, "Laser projection is also more environmentally friendly with less waste." including eliminating the need to replace Xeon bulbs and significant reduction to energy usage. AMC already offers laser projection at its premium large format auditoriums, Dolby Cinema at AMC, Prime at AMC, and Select IMAX at AMC Theaters, as well as its recent new build openings. AMC is the largest theater chain globally and has 950 locations with 10,500 screens worldwide. So this is a big change, the biggest change since... The transition to digital, which I think was the last major. I wonder when that was. I want to say the like, 2010, 2011. Like right around maybe? the Avatar. Yeah, Avatar or at least right era. after Avatar. Yeah. I think that's when they when they transitioned. We'll try and get a date on that. We always talk about what theaters need to do to stay modern and to offer the best picture quality. Anthony, what do you think about this deal with Cineonic? I think it's too late. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. Twenty twenty six, and you're you're coming out with. By the time 2026 happens, something else is going to be around, like in terms of visual projection and right. all that. Like, so you're investing all this money. There's the thing with theaters is that they don't have. I don't know if they have a a partnership with brands like Sony or LG or the people who are actually diving into building displays and and actually making that technology. I feel like it's a little too late for you know digital projection laser projection or but laser is a new one though right it has it been because i feel like laser's been around for the past six seven years well only in select cinemas though but now they're making they're making all of their screens going to be looking hopefully that good it's more of a conscious choice now yeah it's 100%. like we're going to make everything be consistent and i think that's where the consistency is when you, you want to go to a theater you want to get something that you can't get at home right other than the big screen what can you give me and i feel like they should have some sort of connection with these people who are building this technology. Because I feel like laser projection has been around for a good amount of time. And now you're going to invest it, which is great. At the end of it, it's great. Everyone will be able to get really good picture quality. But is that actually... Are you pushing theaters to the to the future in terms of what they can offer? Because by 2026, which is a long time from now, it's four, four years. years. Yeah. Something well, else will a, be around. So yeah, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, I, I'm trying to. But I, but I guess when you think, when you think of theaters, though, theaters aren't. They can't. There's no way to sustainably be on the cutting edge of technology all the time because the next evolution is what we, what we see in some screens in Asia, where it's actually LED screens, mm -hmm. which people don't like, and I think that's the next evolution for theaters. But you lose some of the the darkness that comes with being in the theater too with that, right? Because it's just like a big TV screen. Um, I'm looking at the transition to digital projectors 
and AMC announced in March 30th, 2009. So before Avatar Avatar. came out, that they were going to start to transition to their then um, 309 theaters. And now they have how many theaters did they just say? But for the laser, they have 950 locations. They, so, I, they also should shut down a lot of those locations. And I'm sorry to say that. Well, they, have, they have been, they I think. Sh- from they have been, what yeah. we've been hearing, they have been shutting down a lot of locations. And it sucks. It sucks. And I know what you're trying to say. And you don't want people to lose their jobs. Yeah. But do you? Is, isn't it cake? Isn't oh, it cake? Oh, boy. <laughs> no, uh, but like... No, yeah. no, no. So this, this transition, so going back to the 2009 transition, they said that this would continue through 2012. So it's kind of similar timeline three to four years again a lot less th- screens back then for them too it's, it's also um, you, you 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 know that you can never you know at scale just grow exponentially like that yeah like you have to stagger it to be on the safe side of everything too imagine if one day all for some reason cineonic has a massive bug that wipes out all the projectors boom you have all of a sudden now all these theaters who at once stop working right whereas once you stagger this out you're a little bit more prepared for these kinds of things so we have we have some local theaters that do laser imax yes we do and it is beautiful and clear and always i think the most consistent it is noticeable it, it consistent in terms of brightness and we've seen it for especially going to a lot of screeners and again this is such a first world problem for us we know, especially in the mornings, that the, the the projectors aren't as warmed up. They're not as bright yet. The bulbs yet. are just kind of getting um, started. And also, there are some cinemas that just have darker screens because the projector is just darker or the bulb needs to be replaced. And hopefully, the laser solution, at least for the states, is going to at least keep that consistent. I don't know what the evolution is next, but I think at least to get things on par across the board is a, is a good step. And There's always going to be a time where you have to make the hard choices... And and like get past that point, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it sucks. Like, yeah, I, I feel if you know if you shut down theaters and to make room for s- more impactful theaters, yeah. it makes more sense. Yeah, Even I don't. I don't think they do that. They lose their jobs. It's just that's that's like, like you have to get over that hurdle. Yeah, but if I'll be honest, like if I was working for AMC like, and they said, "Oh, we're going to close your theater because we want to make a better one," I'd be like, "Fuck you guys!" Like, well, I need a hey, job. Man, my theater is probably going to be closing just to. Yeah, make- but you don't work there though. <laughs> I get that, but like, if no one's coming to the theater, what am I doing there? Well, like, what's the business? <coughs> yeah, but but I think if a theater's like staying what, open, what's it's the closest because it's, theater to you. Oh, let me just give my address out to the to the listeners it's right now. We have a Cineplex near us. Yeah, we have a yeah. ten minutes away. But I'm saying though, like. If a theater is able to stay open, it's I think it's because it's sustain- sustaining business, right? I think it's not like the needs of the many type of thing with the theater. I think it's this theaters could stay open because it's making money. Where if a theater is closing, is because they're not making money. There, there's an right? Alamo that I uh, Alamo Draft House that I've gone to a few times now in the states, uh, in Texas. That every time I've gone there, it's been empty. Yeah, and I always ask um the the theater workers there i'm like hey like do you guys ever really get busy and they're like no not really but we were also new we've been there over for two years i'm like yeah it's new but like you can't be this dead yeah and i and i pray that when i go back again it's still there just a couple we love going by i absolutely love that alamo draft house because it's so well new and it looks beautiful and alamo draft house is a fantastic theater chain um but i i worry and like they're not like Alamo Draft House isn't like cutting edge technology, but their screens are always consistent for me. Like every time right. I've gone and seen a movie, it's great. It's no Dolby Cinema, no IMAX, or anything like that. But still, they they run off 
a love of the movies. The that, love of the movies. Yeah. And I and I, and I and I know for most people that doesn't really matter, but it, it works in some situations. Yeah, but but Anthony's also right in the sense where it's like if you're going to be doing this, like then it should always be like 100%. 100%. You know, like good enough isn't good enough for theaters, yes. right? No, I get that. But I agree. I think with them, especially in their business, it's like we're getting by, so yeah, they really we can't change sweeping, anything. You know, we really, really so, just getting by. <coughs> Here's the example: my my Excuse theater me. that's close to me. And I'm going to say, um, Cineplex Vaughn. Yeah, the old Colossus. That theater's too big. Yeah. When they were thinking about that theater, they were like, "Oh, we're going to make this a whole event thing to yeah. go to. It is too big. You need to sh- shut that down, close it down, and then it sucks. You, yes, people are going to get, you know, let go and all that, and build a build a smaller and better one." You know, there's a more theaters, sustainable. There's one. theaters that are huge. Like, look at the AMC theater that are across from now. That was just a bunch of condos that are are being built. But there are a lot of theaters out there that are very big for no reason. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and that's why, like, especially when AMC was here in Canada, you would see a Cineplex and AMC very close to one another, and you'd be like, "Why are you guys What's so close? Like, why yeah. are you cannibalizing each other's audience?" Right? And then AMC ended up dipping from Canada, and Cineplex was like we're just going to take over those locations because they have more screens and then we'll shut down our smaller one. Yeah, right? A- but that was AMC's thing too, right? They were like, oh, we'll have 24 screens in a theater. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, that sounds amazing. But then you'd see the screens and you're like, oh, but why Why is this a screen? Like, it's so tiny and it's, it's so dingy. It's because they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't understand how much the internet would play a pa- yeah. factor in their business. They didn't. 100 percent they also like everyone's gonna come and watch a movie all the time yeah because this no is the what. only way we're gonna watch movies and it's yeah. also i think what netflix is struggling with now too where it's like there's too much like we you went too big and now people aren't caring anymore yeah right so you flew too close to the sun as we've been saying all day that's I, I the think, old blockbuster verbiage you know i think um i think movie theaters need to be 12 screens max you don't need 24 mm-hmm. screens in a theater. 12 is a great amount. Anything lower than that also is fine. I think um, it depends where it is, though. Like, if you're if you're in a hub, like, if you're, like, downtown, I think it makes sense, like, at a Scotiabank theater, I think it makes sense they have how many screens at that theater? The, like, 14. I think. Yeah, so, like, or, or Young and Dundas, where there's a bunch of screens there because you are in a hub. But if you're in the suburbs... But yeah, that's still, like, that's still uh, the amount that's that where you saying, can build right? those types of theaters. Yeah, but, but then we also... The, the city because there's no room again but th- i get it but also then what happens when you build smaller cinemas you're only going to be playing marvel movies and then the movies that people are trying to campaign to be seen in theaters they're not going to be getting screens right that, but that is the issue you're right. absolutely, no, so you're that's, absolutely that's, right that's the problem when we have smaller cinemas you're only going to try and put things that they're going to guarantee money on and that's what sucks like that's 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 but, the cycle of it though I, right that's what I i'm think, trying to say like that's the cycle no, of this of this isn't right that, isn't that where the world is and that how movies I, are going yeah but that's 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 not going to help is what i'm saying no it's, it's not going to help but it sucks that it's 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 like the it's the worst thing possible but yes those smaller films and we're going to get into box office in a bit they don't pull in as much money now they're getting a bit better for sure right but it's but just because yeah. they're not pulling as much money though i think doesn't mean they don't deserve to be seen on the screen right definitely not what i'm trying to say no i know i'm not no, saying no, you no, are right. but i'm just saying in general like like a movie like the northman I don't think it would have hit me as much if I watched it at home for the first 100%. time. 100%. Right. You know what I mean? Thing, we we want to see movies in theaters. Right. But we're also aware that the business side of things doesn't even allow that sometimes. And eventually, right. like, if they're mark, if they're, if you're hoping that theaters will only be open for, or not hoping, but you think that theaters are going to be only open for comic book films, eventually or comic book films, films yeah. 
are going to drop. Like it's in the trend 10 or 15, end. the trend will end. It, it just happens. It's like Facebook will end and all these other things. Yeah. It will the be, tra- it will transition to a diff- different way. Right? Yeah. And it'll transition. So there is still a market for smaller films. Maybe not now and not in the next 10 or 15 years, but they will come back in a big way. Uh, and I just don't think in theaters. We don't know that. Yeah. But don't they, won't. <laughs> they won't. They won't. But who's going to go? That's the problem because people aren't seeing them because, now, though. Because nostalgic reasons. People will just be like, you know but, what? I want to watch that movie in the theater. No, they won't. Yeah, they won't. And they it, won't. But that's, that's if your theater is like so huge, you don't need, like, you can still make smaller theaters. I, I agree. But the problem with building a smaller theater is that you're limited on what you could show on it, yeah. though, right? That's the problem. Like, like, we used to have three three cinemas or we used to have smaller mall cinemas we don't get that anymore and you also have to remember now people are more aware like the people are starting to become aware especially because of this pandemic that movies in theaters now are max 45 to maybe 60 days in a theater yeah Yeah. so they're like i can wait why would i go see a movie in theater i can just wait till i see it at home i don't have to go see this movie like there are a lot of people i know that waited to see the batman at home yeah a lot of people a lot of people that are that are in our industry even that waited to the batman at home they didn't want to go to see a theater and it sucks but they knew they're like oh 45 days uh you know i can wait i can wait i don't want to buy expensive popcorn i don't want to be in a theater full of people i'll wait till it's home and that sucks it sucks. It's going to be really, again, when I think of back to like our first episode and like, or sorry, our end of the episode in 2019, where like where theater is going to be in yeah. 10 years from now, I didn't think they'd be where we are right now. Obviously, I didn't think no. we'd have a pandemic either, but who knows what's going to happen, though, right? That would have been crazy. That would have been crazy if we crazy. predicted that. Anthony did say the world's going to be ending, though, so yeah, may, may, maybe Anthony no, foresaw I said, something. I said theaters would cease to exist. Yeah, but you said, I think, from the rubble of the the great... Yeah. The, the great there, COVID. We're like, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> there is a huge opportunity for theaters to l- come back in a different way. Yes, come back, yes. like, not in a modern way. I think utilizing what we had in the past and making it more modern. I think theaters that have that old marquee sign, they're, they're still living. Those small boutique theaters, I think there is an opportunity there for them. Yeah, but they're not making money, though. They're literally, those theaters like that, how many of them closed during the pandemic? Like, in terms of they didn't come back a lot, and they're surviving by showing films that they're not open 24-7. They're literally open, like, weekends for one showing of something. And then the yeah. rest of the time, they're rented out as, like, event space and things like that. But what if, like, famous Oh, famous, famous players. What if Cineplex did a, a theater like that uh, as a as a beta trial? I would. They, I would love to in see a it. small mar- in a in a, a hub market where yeah. you can actually go down the street and not have to and not enter this huge building to go yeah. watch Doctor Strange. But you what can actually it, what enter it, like where it says Doctor Strange with lights and like it has this old this vintage look to Hollywood and film and. You're walking down, yeah. you get your popcorn. I get it, but I think financially, and I'm, I'm just like... But financially, that... they're already fucked. Yeah, so why are they going to fuck themselves more? You don't know that. <laughs> they, I, dude, the don't amount of know. money and the people that pay to run it and the electricity and all of that, for what? For one screen? For It's too much of a risk for Ten them. screens. They just Ten screens? They that's like almost a full theater, it. though. Yeah, they can't risk that. <laughs> if, if it's if replacing... That, they, they if they were so to much, do it... They have nothing to lose. Dude, they're making a, that, that movie that you showed me the other day, the animated... Cinderella with her shoe kind of movie. I don't, I think they're struggling. Okay, <laughs> they're they're producing that one. Yeah, but yeah. no. But like, look at the one we know that they're they've been trying to build that junction, the junction, which was like their concept theater at Aaron Mills yeah. in Mississauga. I don't even think they've broken ground on that yet. They haven't, and and that's the thing. See, that was the that, sign. And that was a small theater. I think that, that was only six screens. It was something like yeah. that. That was a sign of being like, okay, you're now 
delving into a market that could be interesting. But you also have to worry. Yeah, you, you do the junction, you do all that stuff. But now, what are the prices for these movie tickets? Are they going to be your everyday price, or are they going to be thirty bucks for some reason because you're adding on some sort of a fancy fee? Like VIP, for example, is so expensive, but you do it on a date night. It's not, it's but it's also $50. not that far off now from uh, IMAX tickets. It's also not that $50 far off. Fifty dollars for two tickets on a Wednesday, on a regular without not on a Tuesday. Wait, what? On a regular day, fifty bucks for two tickets with that. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a, a not so yeah. great screen even not so great screen not so great audio yeah you can eat no food you can eat you have the comfort of being in your own chair you don't have like these people just bunched up next to you yeah um which is great but you know what i mean yeah it's already it's already so expensive like if you did like a four to six theater run like i think you're looking at the junction right now like they they, since they have less screens they'd be like okay more expensive tickets the don the don mills vip yeah it's just VIP. Just VIP. And that's that, probably what that they, theater is. Every time I go to it, it there's, it's people going to it. Yeah, yeah. Because they like they that. They got the money, though. Yeah. Don Mills area has money. Yeah, because it's right next to Bridal Path. Yeah. Right next to Draco. <laughs> Draco, Draco Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. Draco. Drake lives down the street. Champagne oh, Draco. <laughs> Champagne See, Poppy. It's so funny. Like, you have the money. Why, why even go to the theater? Like, you could probably have a theater in your own house you could okay. it's such yeah. a weird but, Drake but, goes to the theater, but people <laughs> but people like the night out right i think that's why i guess yeah yeah it's again it's it's gonna be really interesting next couple of years i think this year alone we're gonna see some changes because this is the first almost normal ish year since the pandemic with with movies being open again uh but we'll see speaking of movies opening up later this year though pixar created a fully virtual imax camera to shoot Lightyear. this is coming from charlie ridgely of comicbook.com <clears throat> Pixar Animation Studios has announced, sorry, has long been at the forefront of groundbreaking innovations for animated filmmaking. Toy Story changed the entire industry and started the shift towards computer generation, computer generated animation. Now, with Lightyear, Pixar is breaking new ground yet again. For this new movie, Pixar created a fully virtual IMAX camera, allowing several scenes in Lightyear to be shot on a bigger scale than previous animated projects. We created a virtual IMAX camera with a 1431 aspect ratio, developed a pipeline to allow us to simultaneously shoot and film for IMAX, uh, and then crop down for standard 2391 format, Jane Yen, Lightyear visual effects supervisor, revealed during a recent press conference. When Lightyear hits theaters on June 17th, it will be released on IMAX screens around the country, allowing for those scenes shot natively in IMAX to be shown exactly how they were intended. Shay, what do you think about this? This is cool. This is very cool. I mean, what I'm kind of curious about, though, is are there only certain scenes shot with this virtual IMAX camera? Because, yeah. Right, the whole, I mean, if the it's whole virtual... Movie. Like it's not like you have to lug around a camera. Yeah, you don't have to lug to around that three hundred pound thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> it costs too much digital. Yeah, like, it was just like that. That part to me was like, we'll just do the whole thing. In it, maybe it's if you're gonna copy like it anyways. A beta of or, it, you know? Yeah, like maybe that. Maybe they they wanted those moments to hit more with a IMAX. Yeah, like, like, like no, a film, I, get, I get that. They they look at like because not all films are shot one hundred percent in IMAX. No, but you have rare. but you have those moments that oh shit the I, the ratio just opened up. It's more right. impactful. But it, right? it just sucks that when we get home we lose a lot of that stuff too, right? Yeah, I mean, well, not anymore with Disney films, right? Well, luckily with Disney, it still remains, but that's still the outlier in some certain areas. This is cool though. I'm, I'm, I love, I think we love IMAX because it's Canadian and we love IMAX because it looks fucking great. Yeah. And IMAX laser is beautiful. That's, that's what one of our introductions to laser projection was IMAX laser. So 
I'm down for IMAX mm-hmm. and Pixar to continuously push the needle forward. This explains also why we knew that, well, I'm pretty sure we all agreed that Lightyear was going to be theater still. Yeah, we, we had a... Right? We, I said it was going to be, but that was like... That's when I, I think theaters I, were closed still yeah, here. Yeah, theaters were closed. Yeah. I said, yeah. it's going to go Disney Plus. But, 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 I, but I think it makes sense, though, for this movie, especially being a space film. We know a lot of space films are traditionally in IMAX or shot in IMAX. And I think it's going to really, like, kind of blow us away when that IMAX ratio opens up and, yeah. like, it turns into Interstellar. Yeah. With, and it's like, oh, shit, this is really big. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's going to be fun. And Pixar curious. is always on the that cutting edge of They very much are. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is, I like that they're not just kind of staying stagnant and like, you know, they're always developing and that's what makes Pixar such a great company. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. I think this is a great step forward. I'm curious, is this something that's licensed to them? Are they, is this going to be broken out and created in other locations and places? Like, could you start doing this with other animated studios or other mediums that are available. Yeah, I mean, can they do this? I mean, maybe they already do this when it comes to filmmaking. You know, if there's a sequence in a film that's mostly CG, like, mm-hmm. does this virtual IMAX camera already exist? In my mind, it's like, you're just opening up the aspect ratio, right? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's animated. It's but not it's like, also lenses they created too, right? Right, so, so it's you, you don't think of it that way. You just think, oh, it's animated, I just stretch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah. It's not, I'm just going to show my mouse. I'm going to animate more. The corner <laughs> they virtually created an IMAX camera, yeah. which is fantastic because you don't have that technology in animation. You can only get IMAX in a more physical form. Yeah. So building it for that, that medium is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it's exciting. Yeah. Christopher Nolan, he, he might now do an animated film. He might. Yeah, he might. I think I could shoot it in IMAX, but can I use film? Like, no. It's virtual. Drawing each, uh, each cell of animation. <laughs> Nolan. It's been 40 years we've no. been working on this movie for Nolan. We only have five minutes done. Yeah. My God. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to look, I think this, like, I think already Lightyear we've said visually looks amazing. So mm-hmm. we're really excited to see what it's going to turn out into. Uh, some quick updates before we move on to the box office. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has been banned in Egypt and Saudi Arabia. Fast X revealed as title as the next fast and the furious movie do you guys think the next film because it's two parts is gonna be furious x wait is it two parts it is two parts part 10 is two parts i'm so lost so unless unless it's one no no it's two movies two parts yeah well i guess we need two parts so do you think it's gonna be fast x and furious x i already that's so confusing because x is the roman number for 10 so it has to be Fast X Part Two. Maybe they'll do like Final Fantasy, like Fast X Dash One <laughs> divided by two. Yeah. <laughs> why is there Why is there Three algebra in this? <laughs> yeah. What's the Roman number for eleven? Xi. Xi. Yeah. Xi. But I don't think it's. A, I think it's being. I think they're calling. Can you confirm for me? I. I but I think it is Part Two. It's not eleven. So it's, there's no eleven. It's just no. Part Two. Vin Diesel doesn't like counting past ten. Mm. Yeah, no, maybe no. it's maybe a fa- Final Fantasy version of it. <laughs> uh, six divided by three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is it is it eleven or is it part two? This is first part. Actually. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think they said this is the first part. So two. why do we need a finale that's in two parts? Like yeah. this isn't a based on a book, is it? Did it, did it <laughs> have we been watching the it's, wrong yeah, films? It's based on the owner's manual. Is, uh, it, yeah, not? is it? Yeah, is it based <laughs> on like an auto trader's magazine? Is, it, is that the just? Is there more to that name, or is just that's the name? Fast X. Fast X. Yeah, I mean, but again, we're. Yeah. I think we're expecting too much from a series that the second film was called Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. And then, but that was cool. Though. I would, I would say part one, Fast and, part and Furious two. Tokyo Drift, and then Fast and Furious yeah. for the fourth one, yeah. and then Fast Five, yeah, and was it Fast Six, and then Furious Seven? Was it Fast Six? It was Fast Six, yeah, and then Furious Seven, 
and then Fast Eight, Fate of the Furious, Fate, Fate, Fate of the Furious, and then F Nine. Nine. Remember for nine last year? For uh, nine. Never forget nine. Um, and then Fast X. So I think this is perfectly on brand for this series. Uh, Casey Affleck reportedly joins Oppenheimer because why the fuck not at this point? Every you guys are the next to be cast in that film. I think. I think so. We're They're white. Missing two more guys. Yeah, we're missing yeah. two more white guys. We'll join. Speaking of two more white guys, Matt Damon There's and Ben Fast Affleck. Fast and Furious Six. That's it. Oh, okay, it Fast was, and Furious yeah, Six. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck team up on Nike Sneaker Man for uh, Amazon. <laughs> Nike Sneaker Man. It's a new. Uh, yeah, it's called the Sneaker Man. That's what you said. Yeah, that's the snake. The Nike Snikey. Sneaker man, like that's, Sneaky a, that's man. what he was. <laughs> man. He would sign people. And Jason Momoa, my man, to star in Minecraft Minecraft film for Warner Brothers. Uh, Jason Momoa is also going to be in Fast X, is he not? He's a villain with Brie Larson. Yeah, yeah. Woo wee! This is going to be a fun movie. Let's get into some box office. Cha-ching! Shay, take it away, please. So we got some good news over here. It's come from Eric Davis, uh, Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> Fandango. Fandango. the bad guys overperformed this weekend and it hit 24 million so it, i think the budget for that film was about 70 million and worldwide it's made about 87 million so nice. far good for them so it's still got some ways to go before it becomes completely profitable for them um but you know hopefully it stays strong the second weekend sonic movie 2 uh, 145.8 uh, million in its its full domestic run i don't have the oh wait i have the numbers here somewhere hold on um, and then um, Northman with $12 million and had a higher opening than the entire domestic run of than, uh, The Lighthouse. So that's uh, that's pretty crazy. We're, now you're probably wondering, hey, where's, uh, where's Fantastic Beasts and the secrets of that Dumbledore guy? I don't know what voice that was. <laughs> um, so like a Simpsons character. <laughs> yeah, I did. $14 million and it's uh, it's in third place. Uh, that's like an 80% drop almost. From that, yeah, 75, something like Ooh, that. Yeah, that's yikes. <coughs> that is not strong. But no. you, there's another great, there is a great box office there story. There is though. a great box office story, and that comes from everything, everywhere, all at once. At 26.9 million domestic, it is about to pass Midsummer, with, which was at 27.4, and Moonlight, which is at 27.8, to become the fourth highest grossing movie ever for A24. And it has grossed six times more than the Daniels' previous film, which was the Swiss Army Man. Awesome. You love to see it. Let's get into some trailers. Trailers. We finally have got our first look at Thor, Love and Thunder, and I think that's the best place for us to start. What a fun trailer. What a fun trailer. This just, it just made me too so fun. excited. It's too fun. Too fun. <laughs> it just, I loved seeing the Guardians in this, and I was tweeting this weekend that, like, what a time right now it is to be a Guardians of the Galaxy fan, because you're going to be in Thor. We just had the Amazing Guardians game. They're having the holiday special this year. We have Cosmic Rewind, the ride riding open, uh, opening up in May. Um, next year, we have Guardians Volume 3. Like, there's a lot to look forward to with them, and I think... They fit perfectly in the worlds of Taika Waititi's Thor. Uh, Anthony, what did you think of this trailer? It was good. Yeah, I liked it. It uh, it it really teased. It was a real big teaser. Uh, a lot of very uh, short, very short teaser. You know, coming of age for Thor at this point because he he's done with the the whole Thor fighting and yeah. he wants to kind of like go off to the go off in the sunset and just relax. But then there's something that pulls him back in. Very. What could it be? Don't it could be Gore the God Butcher, which we did not see, who we did not see in this trailer. Yeah. We did not see him. But we did see the mighty Thor, Jane Foster return, Natalie yeah. Portman in 
she looks amazing. She looks like just buff and strong, and she Beat looked the dope. shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of the trailer, Shay? Oh, it was wicked! It was so funny. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a teaser, so it's short. So, but the vibe was set. The visuals are set. I'm excited. Do you like a funny, a funny Thor? I know. I think a lot of people were kind of like. Because if you watch the first Thor, which was really serious, and then you go into but the Thor second, was funny in the in the first Thor. Was he that yeah, funny though? Like, not this that is funny. more of like a comedic Thor. He now was we're not getting that into funny. like a a comedy. Yeah, but more I, of a comedy than all his other films. Like, yeah, it, it was a fish out. The first the first Thor was a fish out of water story, so there was more comedy there with Thor. With his like, he kept getting hit in his face against the glass and being knocked out, but. Um, I think I, I like this Thor only because Thor's had a really good arc in the Avengers films now where you had him be very serious and then kind of lose everything in his life. So I think he's used comedy to to kind of counteract that. Mm-hmm. And then you see him finally kill Thanos in Endgame and then he kind of goes into a depression and he's what where he's like, am I still worthy? Am I not worthy? And I like that we that was a very comic accurate Thor in the sense of here's a big fat thor um sorry like the norse mythology accurate thor because that's what thor looked like and we yeah, saw that big in boy it was a big boy big belly big beard and then we see him power up at the end looking full viking and taking on thanos which looked amazing um and then we get to see him just kind of like okay now in my own movies i get to have a little bit more fun and i i like that i think i think thor needed that because i don't think audiences were really in love with thor the character until we he kind of had his rebirth in ragnarok and then people got excited to see him again because he was fun and he was i don't think thor is as interesting as a character excuse me when he's just serious all the time Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but but i get it but there's room but i but i also think there needs to be moments where if something serious happens let it be serious you know let that moment breathe too so it's definitely a balance but i but i've been really liking what taika's done with thor so far yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what he does with the cat because there are there are points in this story which um are serious yeah we, we know jane jane foster is battling cancer yeah and that's why she is mm-hmm. thor so in the comics i think it was she wanted to stay thor because if she stayed as thor she doesn't have she doesn't die she doesn't die yeah and then when she doesn't she's not thor she's in chemotherapy and she's going through yeah. hell so it's it's that's a serious sad plot point yeah of this of this whole thing and it's and i know they really focus on thor I'm curious to s- to see how much they focus on Natalie's character, yeah, and like where they juggle the two, yeah, because it, it almost seems like it's a transitional thing. But yeah. I don't know where um, Hemsworth is going to go after this. Is he going to continue making Marvel movies? I think he'll stick around for a little bit, but maybe it'll be some time before we see him next. Yeah. I don't know. I really like Hemsworth as Thor, though. Like, I can't picture anyone else as Thor now and you, yeah and you you can't picture anyone as tony and you can't picture as anyone as it's rogers Cap, yeah and it's just you we have to kind of get over that hurdle we do yeah because the, the multiverse yeah. opens up all pos- all possibilities right yeah. um we got some other trailers this week now and then which is an apple tv plus series uh angeline which is a peacock series starring emmy rosam uh dark winds which is on amc Lightyear, we got a new look for that and we got a little taste of you know emperor zerg emperor zerg uh we got a top gun featurette which looked really cool and you really see the lengths and the crazy spots they go to to train for this movie well this is how tom cruise makes movies man 
Yeah. This was a pro propaganda Tom Cruise featurette, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, it if, was Tom Cruise was, yeah. if Tom Cruise was Running? being elected for president, yeah. this is. They would show a Top Gun featurette. 100%. Dude, Tom Cruise was. It's like, dude, I wanted to get the, 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 the actors in the cockpit, but they had to learn cinematography so they knew what they were doing up in the air. And, like, oh, that's pretty cool. But, like, it was just very pro yeah. Tom. Like, Tom was, like, just. Like the a director, I'm like, yeah, who's the yeah. director of this yeah. movie? The director was like, yeah, I just sat back in my chair and let yeah, Tom. I just do let his Tom thing. do his thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, this movie we should have watched it, or we were supposed to watch it in June 2020. So we are now we we will be watching it in the next month. Yeah, but it's just wild that like we're finally People getting will this movie. Seeing it at CinemaCon this week, they so. will be seeing it. CinemaCon is this week, so it's going to be a really fun week for trailers and for news. So we might get some Avatar duh news. Yeah. So next week's episode of the movie podcast. It's going to be a big one, and then we're going to follow that with a one-two punch of our Doctor Strange one review. One-two so. punch. Uh, we also got a look at The Staircase, which is an HBO Max show, and Night Sky, which is an Amazon Prime video show. Any thoughts on those? Staircase yeah. looks good. Staircase looks good. That damn staircase, it's, it's, man. you know, like, pure HBO, like, it works on HBO. It's a crime, true crime story yeah. um, involving a murder, but it has a really good cast, Tony Collette and... Uh, Colin Firth. Colin Firth, you got him. Uh, out this week, we have The Offer, which is the Prime uh, Paramount Plus, sorry, the Paramount Plus show. Uh, it's going to be premiering with the first three episodes, and we will have a review out for it. We have been watching it, and we'll share our thoughts very, very soon. Any other shows or films coming out this week? That uh, Are we missing anything before Doctor Strange? I don't There's probably something. I can put it up for you here. Uh, while, while you're pulling that up, Anthony, I'm going to get you to start us off with what you've been watching. Um, this week, I've been watching a lot of TV series. Yeah, um, me too. Diving into those. So I started and I watched the first six episodes of Barry season three. Um, I think I can only talk about the first one at this point because are we going to do a re- are we Yeah, do we'll a talk re- about it on our, uh, review. On our, uh, re- re- our review roundup episode. Review roundup. Um, enjoying it. I think this is one of the best seasons of Barry. And Damn. The, the beauty of yeah. Barry is it... It takes a bunch of different genres of film and puts it into one story. So th- the groundwork is this dark comedy, but there's action, there's suspense, there's thriller parts, there's, there's drama, there's drama, there's co- like you know, like there's a beautiful mixture of all these different films into this one. Um, but this is the first year where I'm like, man, I keep forgetting Barry's not a likable character. Mm-hmm. You're he's not a, supposed to like he's, him. He's a likable character into what he's trying to do, but he's n- he's not a good person. Right. right. And this really showcases how far he's going to go. And, I mean, you know, the episodes, the first, I think, three were directed by Bill Hader. Yeah. Who's a great director. I think he, and this is also, I think, his best acting. Like, the, some of the yeah. scenes, like, there's moments where he was first, yelling and yeah. fighting. I was like, man, he is... He's I really, love Bill Hader so much. We, we, we do. We love Bill Hader, but, man, he is... He's something else with Barry. I think Barry is such a passion project for him. And, I, yeah. you know, it's been such a while since we've got this season. I was afraid it was never going to come. I'm so yeah. glad it's here. It though. took a really long time. It was like five years, but I'm so glad. When was Barry season two? Three years or four years ago. It was 2019, right? 2018. Was it that long ago? It's been a while. Jeez. Barry season one was 2018. Oh, maybe. And Barry season two was, was 2019. Okay, oh, yeah. Well, it was one, three one years. Month. What month? March for twenty for season one and March for season two. 
Okay, so yeah, but three years over. Th- little... It's still over three years, yeah, though, right? It's, it's been a while. Twenty twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, I, I thought we were in twenty twenty one for a second. Yeah, no, and we're not. It's been we're a while, not. and you know, the show's fantastic. One fantastic. Best, one of the best. Like TV is so good, and I'm so grateful to have been able to watch really good shows this year and last year with Succession and The Great and um, Barry. There's so many, so many shows. We're Severance. Yeah. We're in a really good uh, we're in a really good spot. Um, Memory is out this week. Yeah, M- oh. Liam Neeson is not going to do uh, you know. TV, Didn't that movie come out? Qui Gon Jinn stuff, but he'll do the Memory. January or was that like just that was Blacklight? It, that was Blacklight. Yeah, Blacklight yeah. Memory. Blacklight Memory. <laughs> What's but here's the thing: if you were to cut, and we haven't seen Memory yet, so we, we sound like an memory. asshole. But if you were to cut probably scenes in both films, I think you dude, it's just the same film, the same movie, oh. the same. You could show me the trailer for Memory and put Blacklight at the end of it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I think wow, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so I watched Barry season three, The Dropout. Yep. Because we're going to do this extravaganza review. So I watched The dro- Dropout and enjoyed it. I really did. I, I liked it. I'm, I'm. Save it, save it, save it, save it. I, I'll just say, like, anyone, <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> People who who spearhead technology firms must be like serial killers. Yeah, they, like they're all psychopaths. Yep, it's in their eyes, man. Like you see it in in um, Amanda Seyfried's eyes. Amanda Seyfried, uh, her well, character, the moment, the moment she, her character, Elizabeth, uh, Holmes. Elizabeth yeah. Holmes. You can see it in like Zuckerberg. You can see it in a lot of like people who run these technology firms. There's no empathy. They're literally. No, it's like there's like, like a deadness whole thing in their is eye. About yeah. empathy, it's so funny. It's like. We Empath- have to showcase empathy because it's like there's so much lack of empathy on their part. Empathy is a product for them. Yeah. Oh my god! Empathy gosh. is a product, but, but like really the, good. The scene where she's finding her voice was that serial killer moment where I was yeah. like, "Oh, she's gonna kill somebody." Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's there's there's psychological trauma going on with with her character and with I think anyone who goes through that thinking. And we'll talk more about yeah, it on sure. on our. Uh, extravaganza yeah, show. Extravaganza. Uh, uh, put on the polar bear. Yep. Because we did our interview. I was upset that the polar bear didn't want to come on the show, though. Yeah, he couldn't. Yeah. Polar bear wasn't available. Couldn't, they couldn't figure out which one it was. At the yeah. End. They're, like, <laughs> they're like, well, Dude, we don't have Wi-Fi in the Arctic. Yeah. Like, oh. The longest time I went through that whole thing, I'm like, man, that polar bear is is a male polar bear. Okay. Not realizing it was a female polar bear. Oh. Did you and watch then, it on mute though? Did yeah, you not hear? Like, she, didn't, she never like said, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a woman polar bear." Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> there's a scene where it's like, "Oh, this polar bear spend the night with this other polar bear." Like, but they're gay polar bears. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh!" And then she had a family. Wow! Like, Damn, that's so progressive. That I didn't realize how progressive polar bears polar are. Polar bears. Wow. wow that's, that's amazing, dude. That's I, so I swear to God, I thought that it's bad in Egypt, though. But yeah, great talk though. There's great no, dark, there's great no, they're all, they all look the same except like big, the male polar the bears, ma- the male ones. You're like, Oh they're my God. Juggernauts. They come in like they're huge. Yeah. Um, I love that story. Cute story. Yeah. It reminded me of, you remember the bear? There was a show, the movie called the bear. Was it also a Disney? Nature a Disney one? Nature I don't one know too, if I it think. was a Disney. It was it. It, was, I think it came so. out a I while ago, was, but it's yeah. like this narrative. So they, they capture all this footage and then they, they, they tell a story they make up a story which yeah. is so cute and you know it's the story it's really happy and yeah. it's sad and goes on adventures and all that but i i really enjoy it. i think yeah. anyone who loves wildlife and nature will enjoy it and especially for the kids because it, it it's underlining message being climate change it's a huge yeah. thing pay attention yeah uh put on tokyo vice really like it really really like it uh i'm a big like 
I Tokyo fuck, fan. I fuck with the Japanese I culture. Thought, I thought you were going to say, oh, you fuck with Yakuza. I, I, if anyone I'm not going to say that because I don't know if, if Yakuza anyone is listening is right Yakuza now. Yakuza listening, Anthony wants to If join. you're Yakuza, yeah. email the show. Let us know. Uh, got, send it to Shay. He'll read it. <laughs> I'm a little scared. They can have the IAP address. I, I don't think the Yakuza is, is as big as it once was. Don't insult you know? the Yakuza now. No, they're soon. going to make a point, man. Like, oh, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. as big. Now Daniel's whole family's dead. Why is my yeah. family dead? Because you're screaming downstairs. <laughs> they were quick. It's not even live. Oh, my God. Um, I really like the story. I just, I, everything is takes place in Japan. Um, there's a great Good. blend <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The like, good, good, they're good not trying to make it look like it's not in Japan. Yeah. It, it, they shot in Japan. It must have cost them a lot of money. Um, but they do a great blend of they have a great blend of language. So a lot of like a lot of the show is in English and Japanese. Even this the English actors and it stars Ansel Elgort. Elgort. Yeah. Um he speaks Japanese. He does a really good job of like doing the whole the whole language and the whole like the, the mannerisms of a Japanese yeah. cadence of it fantastic i i, th- I know some people might think it's a, it's a it's a slow story but it just reminds me of like the sopranos yeah. it's like you were engaged like you're something in about it, it, you were in it you there is a cultural thing that's you're being seen there's a lot of things i didn't know about japan that i'm being introduced to especially like how reporters are are picked to be a reporter they have to go through a whole test yeah, and it's this like, was this is like in the nineties too, thing, right? So takes, I don't know if it's still the same, but I feel like it'd be the same. I feel like Japan doesn't really they're Japan very like by the book. Yeah. But even yeah. like there's a whole thing about well, we can't call it a murder until it like until it's confirmed. It's confirmed. Like right. even though that guy was stabbed with a knife and there's a knife coming out <laughs> yeah, of it. And he's holding it. Yeah. Well, it's not a murder yet. It might be yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's chopped up in it's the very they're very strict. A yeah. lot of lot of cultural things that I loved about it. Which you know, sometimes you would think that you would hope that I think other, I think news of the world could learn from as well too, because there's people that have lives ruined from accusations that aren't true and vice versa. But it's yeah. interesting. It's very interesting. Like um, the Japanese culture. And I just know like from, from learning about it and just from just the way we see certain companies kind of handle their stuff. It's a very different way of operating. Yeah. One thing I noticed is very Americanized too. There's this weird blend of, of, um, West like American culture East and, Jap- and Japanese culture is baseball and they they really love baseball yeah. there. But then there's things that they do that even the journalists like. I, how am I supposed to write reports when I can't say stuff? Say stuff. It's yeah. very controlled. They have don't they have? Isn't Japan where they have KFC on Christmas? Right. I think so. Yeah, I, I believe it's I believe it's Japan. Are you, are you going to search that? Up, yeah. yeah, I believe it's Japan because my friend was in Japan and like KFC is like a big thing for them at Christmas time. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a Christmas Eve tradition. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting, right? Like that's so interesting with certain Very, things um, like, popular there. Such American thing yeah. to do, but it's there. It's a it's like this hybrid, yeah, or fusion, which is fantastic. Yeah, um, and then I put on, and I'm going to continue watching it. I think we're going to do a review on it. Out of range. No, um, Tokyo Vice. Oh yeah, dude, we're gonna talk about every single show we've ever watched in this this TV episode we're gonna be doing soon. And then um, Outer Range, which is an Amazon Prime stars Josh Brolin. Yeah, and he's it, a cowboy. He's a uh, cattle cattle farmer. Yeah, he's a cowboy. Yeah, he's a cowboy. But yeah. it takes place in uh, Kanye country. The well, I want to say the mid Wyoming. Yeah, Midwestern. Oh, and Morgan Poots is in it. She's great. Yeah, and it so. Uh, Brolin's character comes across this weird hole in the ground where if he transcends through it or even if he touches it he can actually go through time and see 
things that are happening before they happen. And if he actually falls through it, it actually is like this whole time thing. Oh wow! For him, but then there's a grounded story that revolves around it. Yeah. Do you like it though? You're liking it? It's interesting. It's very sci-fi. Uh, there's prime, some, right? Prime. There's there's some visual effects where it just doesn't. It looks visual. Like oh, I know that's this CG. is this this is a uh, yeah. Uh, but the story is is interesting, and I'm I'm in it. It's a very fan. oh you're in it. No, I'm in it. Oh, you're invo- you're invested in run. it. Yes, um, there is. A- <laughs> this is what you said it so naturally. You're like yeah, I'm in it I'm too in it as well. So I, yeah. I could be in it. I'm in it too. So, um, but I like the grounded story because the grounded story involves a murder, and oh. it's and, it, and it's really good. So. Always a murder. Always a murder in some show. Well, what else could there be? Like not a murder. Like <laughs> what, just living. What, what engages you? It's either murder or money or someone yeah. doing something. No, bad, it's crazy. Right? No, I, I I agree. It's always engaging. It's just it's just weird. It's always like they'll always find a way. Like, I was watching Sesame Street last week and someone was murdered. <laughs> I don't get it. Today's letter is M <laughs> for murder. Elmo. Elmo yes. murdered Rocco. Yeah. This is how Elmo you murdered Rocco. Chuck line. Yeah. The murder scene. There you go. Yeah. You want to make sure you get all the fingers right. <laughs> um. That's it. I don't think I've watched anything else. Oh, I did a lot of like Star Wars stuff here and there. Oh, like Skywalker. Lego- lego skywalker saga yeah yeah same here same here did i say luke skywalker i said skywalker you said luke skywalker yeah sorry i it's just okay. like playing as luke skywalker but i you know skywalker saga i bought um the other couple of weeks ago i bought the delorean lego oh nice I I mentioned yeah that. i, I we built, bought it together yeah we did yeah we yeah i i watched you guys you, you watched yeah. us buy it yeah they buy. didn't have any more deloreans did you want one um I'll eventually get it. I feel like you're not you're not there yet with the DeLorean. Yeah, you're not there yet with the I DeLorean. Like, I like Back to the Future. I'm not like in love with it. You're not in love with the DeLorean car. I love the DeLorean car, but like the movies, like great movies, but I don't have like a huge, huge like affinity for them. Right. Yeah. But I do want the car though. I, I mostly I bought it for the car because I like, yeah. DeLorean in the Lego form, but then Back to the Future and the cultural aspect of back to the future for yeah. me it, like it stands out but like i when i saw it i'm like oh i'm gonna buy this just because it's a delorean yeah right it's and the same reason why i want like the like the um the ecto one is ecto one yes yeah yeah the yeah. car the ghostbusters car so i've been slowly building that i build a bag a day that's how i pace myself a bag because i don't want to be like away. <laughs> right. i don't want to be i don't want to like open a box and like build the whole thing and then i'm done i like to like enjoy my build yeah, yeah. you have to save it slowly it's like, like when you're murdering someone yes well yeah it. like you slowly murder someone okay. you don't just murder them right well it depends i mean if i want to kill someone quick i want to kill them quick. we talk about murder a lot on the show yeah well i think we well are. it all depends what like in, but that's how we keep the show engaging you know? we keep the show engaging because we include murder in it. because yeah. one day it might happen it might happen and stay tuned with oh i sorry i also watched a lot of the johnny depp uh courtroom uh, uh with Amber Heard, the trial, the, the trial, trial like, yeah, man, Johnny Depp's funny, dude. He, uh, it's it's been interesting. It's I've never mm-hmm. seen a trial like this memed. that has been memed instantly and like everything is like on camera and it's 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 in a wild week. I think I think this time around, and I don't wherever it's taking place. I'm not too sure what state or probably California, but I don't know. It really po- p- paints a picture of Amber Heard, and I think a lot of people are realizing what she did and what like how hollywood treated johnny depp in terms of like cutting him out of this and he can't act anymore i'm not saying he he was i think they were uh, both right horrible to or, each other right. yeah i think they were horrible to each other but, but who got the, the repercussions more yeah of johnny depp yeah he used to beat me and did this and this to me but she was beating him up yeah you know like it there was a lot of like toxicity but i feel like 
hopefully at the end of this trial, like Chani Depp can like get out of the hole that he's in. Because Amber Heard, she's a liar. You could see it in her face. Yeah. She fucking lied about a lot of stuff. She lied about the, the beating that she got when she never got it, and she was using makeup that never existed. Wait, until, never, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, yeah and then, and, then, the, that. and, and that's the other that. thing. The cosmetic company made a vi- like a TikTok that was like all just like. Like she pointed, I'm like, but make it's like it's like I I thought I was going crazy because it's like it's funny, but why? Like See, but why is it why? Here's, here's the thing: domestic abuse is, is never funny. No, right? no. But the way that the internet is treating this right now, like it's a courtroom comedy, and that is it's so disgusting. Yeah. Like it's actually like disgusting. Like like let them deal with this shit yeah. because it's horrible. Stop turning into memes. Stop turning like stop adding clown emojis to this kind of shit because it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that we have to get to the point of talking about domestic abuse like it's a joke. It's not a joke. Yeah, it's a serious thing. But I don't even know where domestic abuse is. Did it actually happen? That's that's the whole thing. Well, she hit him, right? She hit him. Yeah, Yeah, she. There's tape. There's recording. Like, yeah, I hit you, Johnny. Take it. Yeah, you know. I remember that video that came out that he recorded as well. I think it was in his kitchen. Like he placed the camera. Yeah, and she was like yelling at him and like throwing shit at him. Yeah, that was crazy. It was years ago. And there was a, also, like, if you go on YouTube, you can find, like, the courtroom. Um, I guess they interviewed them back in the day where, not the courtroom, I guess just the civil trial the between jury? the two. Oh, okay. Where yeah. they would record and the lawyers were ask Amber Heard and, like, her acting abilities came through it. Like, you can literally see when she's lying because she couldn't catch up with it. Yeah. There, there's, there's a scene, too. <clears throat> again, like, we're watching a lot of things out of context and I, this is a whole other rabbit hole that we could go down, though, another hole in the field that Josh Brolin could fall through. Um, that we see like her like talking to her lawyer and she like smiles at the lawyer and then she immediately goes back like to crying mode. It's like, whoa, like that's it's like a Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Yeah, it's like really, really creepy. But yeah. uh, to change things up, I'm going to go next and then I'm going to get Shay to go next because I just don't like when I talk all the way through the end. You know what I mean? Sure. So I'm going to change it up. Uh, also because most of the things I've watched, we've already well, I get it. White guys about. go first. I get it. That's, you know, just remember Shay. Just yeah. remember. Uh, is it cake? Is it cake? Isn't it cake? This you got it right though. He said, this, he said is it cake? Yeah. Isn't it cake? Oh, it, no, I said, isn't it? Oh, you did? Isn't oh, it? Sorry, I heard isn't it. Maybe it said it really fast. Isn't it cake? Uh, Severance. What more can be said about Severance other than it's an amazing show? Uh, we'll have all of our discussions on it on our mega episode. Uh, also, been watching some of the films leading up to the release of Doctor Strange. So, I rewatched End, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, and I finished my rewatch of WandaVision. I also watched Thor Ragnarok. I put it on like the same day the trailer came out just because it was a lot of fun, and I just felt like it. The Offer is a show that we will be talking about, the three of us, very, very soon. Uh, we could probably catch our review of that, I want to say maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. So, look out this week. Make sure you're just following us on social so you can see when we're going to drop that. Um, Lego Skywalker Saga, Saga. I've been playing a lot of that as well, too. And then last night, for no reason at all, I could not sleep, so I put on x-men sorry x2 x-men united um which is the second x-men film from 2004 2003 two two no. i want to say two two or three, 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 three. 2003 i want to say brian 2003 cox. 2003 brian, brian cox, cox is in it wolverine wolverine logan x2 <laughs> is 2003 2003 yeah because the first one was 2000 yeah yeah um good movie. good movie yeah i mean there's definitely like you definitely see how like wow like this is what comic book movies used to be then, you know? Mm-hmm. And for so long, like, it's only been the last 10 years that I'd say comic book movies really changed. Like, for the the total shift. Because, you know, when, once Avengers came out, that was the... That was, like, the formula that we, we sought after, after that. But before that, you'd have standouts like The Dark Knight, but then you'd also have, like, the X-Men films that 
yes, there, there, there's some really great ones, but there are also some really bad ones and some really weird choices in them. But X2 is also just a really fun movie and especially that opening with Nightcrawler and just in the White House. And there's just, there's such cool moments. There's also a moment where, you know, Mystique, you know, drugs some dude in a bar and makes out with him and then injects like iron into his ass cheek. So when he goes to visit Magneto, he pulls out all the metal in his blood. That was also a scene that happened. Like imagine like explaining that at that time, like to a kid and be like, yeah, like she injected metal into him. So Magneto like pulls out the blood and it's so like, I forgot how like violent it was. It was so bloody. Cause it was just like this dude's blood's being pulled out of his stomach and chest and yeah. shit. That and was- he builds the metal balls out of them and the, just kills everyone. That was everyone. big and I guess not big, but there was a big part of uh, the comics where Wolverine's adamantium was ripped out. Yeah, by yeah, him. yeah, I remember that. And they just want—I think they wanted to showcase that. Like, yeah, like you never thought Magneto could do that, but like it just put him into a, a different realm of holy shit. He's serious yeah. enough to like rip. Think the, the something out of someone out yeah and that was big during that time too because i remember There's a lot of body gore i was you know? looking for that exact comic it was x-men something something where they ripped the adamantium out of wolverine and like and then they show it in this movie in 2002 i'm like damn that's yeah. cool it's cool and it's also the kids that just i know you know it's it's not real like no one can rip metal out of you but no not yet like that's <laughs> comics like you can't neglect that like no you can't you're right you can't make it always friendly you have to involve some sort so, of yeah because if it could happen in this world it would happen that's why if it could happen in our world then it we would people would do it so in a yeah. comic it makes sense that it's happening yeah right. but yeah it was it was just it was just fun because i used to watch the x-men <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna digest that uh, that that thought is for it a little while is, is, is it, it cake? but like that's what you're saying right like yeah. you're saying that like that's the world they live in so yeah they do that yeah and that's what happens yeah. and i think sometimes you know you need to show that and we can't just you know keep it away from kids no, no. we have to show that like kids are not they have the internet they already know about all the things that you're not you're seeing to. you're seeing and that's They're, the thing i think it's over for them when when you're a kid there has to be a level i think this would be a great episode like we should do an episode we should write this down Let's do. What are you, you son of a bitch? Well, we can do we it. So many things written down that we have to do. Then we'll do it. Yeah, we'll, do we'll it. start doing it. But there, I think we should do an episode. Which I think would be really fun. The movie that scared us as kids. You know what I mean? Because I think there's Roger Rabbit. Right. You know, but Next. there's but but there's <laughs> e. a there are guys. Don't spoil the episode. Like you're, one more. Li, li, list them, list them all. List them all right now. Um, there's movies that I think that you watch as kids that kind of you need to be scared as a kid. You know what I mean? Like you, I think it's, that's part of developing growing up is like you have to have that fear sometimes of watching something, and yeah. I think I think it helps, and especially if you watch a movie that that does that, that also unlocks things that you may have interest in later, right? Like there could be like the the step, like a kid watching the Batman, maybe like down the road watching Seven, to be like, oh, this gives me vibes of this or Zodiac, yeah. and like you may have unlocked their taste of that from no, watching right. something. Yeah, there's like right. an entry to it, right? You're absolutely right. But that's about that's all I watched. Shay, what did you watch this week? Uh, Barry season three, yeah, loving it. Um, Anthony, you're absolutely right. It is probably the best season. Um, I'm not as far as you, but like I'm loving so far what I've seen. Watched Severance, loved it. It was a great show. Excited to dive into that. The ending. The ending. Oh my god, the last episode was crazy. Uh, Tokyo Vice. Also watched the first two episodes. I'm, uh, I'm not loving it as much as you. I like Michael Mann. I, it, it has Michael Mann's signature all over it, but. 
Ansel Elgort to me isn't captivating enough in this show. It's a little slow for me, and I and I wish it gripped me a little bit more. But maybe uh, as I keep watching, I'll, I'll uh, find Yakuza. Out. I have, I'll find I have a, a new customer for you. New- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a customer to them. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah they so I'm gonna you. hire them. He's saying that you're the customer that they need to take care of. But wouldn't I be then the product? No. I'm you're the customer. customer. I'm going to them. No, because you need to be serviced is what they're what he's saying. I have to, I'm gonna have them kill Anthony. No, they can't work <laughs> against me. I called them, man. That's too late. They don't have yeah. phones. Right? They, they have, have phones. They, the, they, the greatest use, they use ravens. Made, they use ravens. Ravens. In yeah. Japan? In Japan, yeah. Damn. It's a small section of ravens they have. You know Mario's Yakuza? Ooh. Super Mario. But he's Italian though. He's both. No, but he's Japanese. Japanese. Japanese Italian. Japanese. He's half? He's a, he's a half breed? Yeah. He's oh my yeah, god. He's worst, a half breed. Worst breed, bro. Yakuza and Mafia? Oh. Damn, that's Poor so guy. evil. Yeah. That's pure evil. Um uh, I I did I also watched a couple episodes of We Own This City. It is the uh Johnny Bernthal. Yeah, premiering tonight on HBO J- or Jay Burns. last night. If you're Jay Burns. This. Yeah, premiering. Yeah, last night. As is Barry is premiering tonight as, as Barry well. Too, as yeah. well, yes. Uh, I I'm actually enjoying it. It's. Uh, I wish John was in it more. I mean, that's the thing. I think with everything that I've ever watched, more John Bernthal with John Bernthal. He, he, does he like? He should have his own show. I just feel like other and than I the Punisher, was, I thought this was gonna be it. Yeah, but he's not in it enough for me. Like, and when he's in it, it's like, damn, this is so good. But like, then he goes away, and you're like, okay. And it's very much like the wire, like the pacing of it, the style of it, very wire like. Um, so very wireish, very wireish. Yeah. Uh, I went to go watch everything, everywhere, all at once, once again in theaters. Um, watched the offer, which we will talk about soon, very soon. Uh, Polar Bear as well, and I have I I been putting so many hours into Lego Star Wars. I am now completely one hundred percent done all the movies, like one hundred percent. I've got all the mini kits, all the challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm like. 40, 50 hours in the game. Damn, dude. You're going hard on it. Good yeah. investment, right? Very like, good. I told investment. you guys. You know, it's good. It's, it's the best best we'll, money you could buy. We'll never remake it, right? No. Well, no. Not for a long time. Yeah. I hope not. That's I don't another, think you need to. That's another um, show that we should do. Um, visual remakes. Visual remakes? Yeah. Visual effects remakes. Oh, like, like, Star, Wars? like Star Wars and stuff? Star Wars or movies that you... Like visual effects weren't there yet, but if they could be updated now, like Tron maybe, or like Twister, like the tornado in Twister. Twister could be so much better now. Would yeah. you Would you want it or would you not? I wouldn't. I would leave the films alone. Yeah. We leave everything alone, but the visual effect part. But it stands out then still, but because it's different what though if too, it's right? So bad. But but like but that's what George Lucas did with some things like you, like the dance scene that they added to uh, Oh God Return of the Jedi yeah and you're just like what the fuck is going on here the musical number right the musical number yeah like what, why why and that was that, yeah, and that was cutting edge at the time too but it's but it's an interesting discussion though so yeah we'll add it to the topics that we'll never talk about <laughs> uh, Yakuza Yakuza uh, <laughs> you, that was it for you right that was it what do you guys have going on this week in your personal lives. That's a personal. Question. I need That's people to know. Too personal. Um, what, are you, or, what are you looking forward to doing this week? We have this is a week now before Doctor Strange. We're officially seeing Doctor Strange a week from today. Of you listening to this episode, if you listen to this episode today, like, yeah. we're not gonna say what day it is. No, but if well, the day to, the episode comes out. No, but if you listen to the day, yeah, if you listen to it a week from now, then yeah, yeah, watching it, watching it. Sorry, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm I'm so confused. Man. Are you doing anything this week to lead up to it? Are you guys rewatching anything? Are you? I'll probably do Wandavision again. Yep. I'll probably do 
WandaVision again and maybe Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home would be a good one. You I probably, never need an excuse to watch I probably Spider-Man. will do... The Batman? What? I it, really it, haven't oh, watched... Oh my God. God. Uh, I watched The Batman this week too. <laughs> you watch it as well? I watched a scene. I didn't watch it. All the bonus <laughs> features. Yeah. Can't believe it. Uh, I'm just going to watch Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange is going to watch. Because I forgot that movie. I don't know exactly how it started and how it ended. Don't so I'm going to rewatch it. So the, the movie then. Yeah, yeah, the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> Probably the middle of it too. Probably the middle of it. Because yeah. we're going to lead into watching Doctor Strange. Doctor. Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I don't know. And then maybe like spend time with you guys. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll hang out. I, you know, the problem when like, and you know, <coughs> the Holy Mother Ramadan, the, the thing is, I'm always tired. Because, and when I'm thinking about eating a lot, like, I'll nap more. I've never napped this much in my life. I don't, I'm not a napping kind of person. Yeah, you're not a napper. I'm not a napper. But because I'm fasting, I'm like, I need time to go by a little bit faster. So I'll nap for a bit. May is like around the corner. Oh, May is, is May 2nd? May 2nd is, is tentatively when Eid will be. Um, so we'll see what happens. So on, on May 2nd, is it like the biggest feast of the feasts of feasts? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's like our. It's like if you were to give it an equivalence, it'd be like our Christmas. Okay, so it's like a huge feast. Huge feast. It's like going into Thor's castle, and it's like it's going to the gates of Valhalla and, and, yeah. and like enjoying. Did you say no, pig? No pig. No pig. We don't just do one <laughs> day where we're like no, no. pig. <laughs> Who got the pig, guys? Okay. Come on. <laughs> like you know, meats and yep. and, and apples and fruits. What? <laughs> Uh, I guess uh, yeah. There's our apples for sure. I don't think they like every house has an apple though. But yes, I don't know why we care about apples that much. Well, I don't know. Like you know, I think of you know the kings of. We have foods. I'll say that we have like, a I feel lot like you're of food. A, king a lot of like of, lamb, a lot of goat, yes. yeah. lot of beef and chicken. Yeah, definitely no pig. I promise you that. Yeah, so I, I, just, like there's I one, thought of pig because that's... one Muslim family that out there that's just breaking boundaries. You know, they're trendsetting. <laughs> They, crossing, you know, crossing that line, crossing that barrier. And they're like, "What is so bad about this?" Yeah, and then they find out. No, and they were in hell. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, that's most of this week is just kind of like you know the last week. So, um, really, just uh, spending time with the family. That's good. It's it's crazy though. Like this is kind of the last quiet week for a little while because once May starts, it's like boom, 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 nonstop. Summer movie season has begun. It usually starts earlier. Like it's like. April was pushing it, and then March. But it's, now it's like May, June, and July are really like summer movie season. So it's gonna be a fun month. Like these are my favorite months of the year, I think, too, just because the weather's nice. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good week, and then lead into Doctor Strange, which is gonna be a really fun time as well, I too. Agree. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. You already know we have a lot of reviews dropping on the Movie Podcast feed this week. The Offer, Duel, uh, our mega TV episode. So we have lots to look forward to. Make sure you're tuning in for all of it. It is CinemaCon this week too, so there's going to be lots of movie news you won't want to miss next week on the Movie Podcast. And don't forget, you can follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Join our Discord. We're having some great conversations in there. And write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca Don't forget, you can also watch us on youtube.com slash themoviepodcast. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. Bye.